this is the Dry Games Out there podcast on 5959.577 radio. Hey, it's your boy, fuck me. Oh, I can't even do that. <laughs> Hello, this is the TryGames.net podcast. I'm your host, Austin, and we're going to talk about some really important game issues. And I'm here with the esteemed Alfred K. Gatling. How are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, how are you? <laughs> Hello, this is episode 420. Wow, I'm dyslexic. 402. Not even. No, 240. I knew there was a 2 and a 4 in there somewhere. And a 0. And a 0 of the Try Games on a Podcast. It is. The the new year is nigh. N I G H, which means it is near. Uh, It it is December 29 of 2012. The world is not over. Who Um, thought it was going to be over? Thousands, like, millions. Uh, fucking Assassin's Creed did. Oh yeah, Assassin's Creed. And it Creed might as well it. be with that shitty ending. <laughs> Most disappointing game, according to Giant Bomb. Oh yeah, I see. I didn't play enough twenty twelve. I don't. Obviously, we don't play enough games of the current year to have awards like that because we're old mm-hmm. and this is not our job. But mm-hmm. I, I, it was very disappointing. I couldn't tell you if it was the most disappointing of the year. But it might be. I mean, I still enjoyed a whole bunch of it. I, I mean, you are fucking, you know, stabby, stabby, stabby. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I never going away. Sucks I haven't played it, like, in weeks. Where are you again? Um, Still on sequence two. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, like, st- stupid far back. I think, I'm, I'm uh, tweeting that we are actually recording, which is going to be a surprise for all five people. Oh my god, twice in a, a month, a week, two week period. Yeah, it's okay. twice. It's going to be twice in a month if I can get this episode up fast. True. So the year didn't end yet. No. And the world didn't end yet. But by the time you hear this, the year may have been over for possibly a week. So just pretend that you're here. Just pretend that you're late in getting to this episode and 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 you could still act like it's very important because this is supposed to be the last year of life, and it it's not. So we have what? to revel in the fact that we're still alive in 2012 at the end. So, and there's no stupid like solar flare or shit, or well, no crazy, uh, you know, assistance from the moon, from the moon people, fucking moon people. Well, here's the thing: The Verge did this, um, did this kind of what do you want to call it? Like a series of articles on. The end of the world and all the different theories that people have. And we just got an email from uh, from a random CGI mailer that's not ours. And the subject is I-P-B-N-Q-O-E-V-L-Y. I think it's safe to say that that's not, uh, that's not for us. So um, it, well, it's, the series of articles is called The End. And let's see. I can't... Um, See, blog search posts are shit. Search posts. Blog search engines are kind of shit. Like, because I can't find... Like, it it was called The End, Mm -hmm. right? And so that's what I put in the search box in quotes. Oh, let me try it again. Okay, here we go. The End. So, 
They had um, a series of five, I think. Actually, you can get to it at thevergeprophecies.com. They have their own URL for that. Wow, so they just went ahead and spent the money for that URL. So people say that, that there are five things that can happen. A new world order, the, the solar flare cataclysm shit. Yeah. Um, Planet X, which is basically... Do you, do you, do you know about, like... There's supposed um, to be some kind of planet colliding into... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't um, remember what exactly it was called. I think it's just like an N or something. I don't remember. Nibiru. Nibiru. Yes, Nubira. It's Japanese. No, I have no idea what it is. Um, something like Nubira or something. Yeah. Um, four is pandemic, which I guess means that people get... You know what's really funny about this pandemic one? For the graphic that they made for the Verge article, they used the image of like what 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 the doctor looks like in Assassin's Creed 2 games with the little beak. Oh, mhm. Um and I then thought fi- they would have used the uh well, not that they would, but use the the gas mask Pandemic Studios. Oh, yeah. No, they they use that. Uh, let me see what this says. Um germs gone wild. <laughs> and then 5 <laughs> is 5 is, you know, the rapture. You know, oh, yeah, which scripture um, and all that, that has stuff. absolutely nothing to do with Mayans. Blah, right. Blah, 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 blah. I think the Mayans, all the Mayans really said was, was that we're tired of writing the calendar at this point. <laughs> well, not even that. It's just like, yo, everything happens in cycles. And it just so happens that the 13th cycle ends on December 21st, 2012. Make of that what you will. That's number 13. After 13, right. number 14 begins. So have fun. Um,. But what's interesting to me is this, the first entry called the New World Order. Um, I'm not sure what they're saying here. They're saying that, uh, oh, conspiracy, like conspiracy and shit. There is a reason why Tila Tequila has become the latest self-proclaimed warrior in the fight against the Illuminati. Tequila? Tequila, really? Tila Tequila? Like she has any value? Wait, wait, wait. The actual, like, little girl Tila Tequila who has absolutely no worth in this world? Yeah. Okay. There is a reason that these hysterical rants are, exist. A reason why Teal Tequila has become the, the latest self-proclaimed warrior in the fight against the Illuminati. Most right-thinking people wouldn't want to be known as a prophet, Miss Tequila notwithstanding. But in a sense, being a prophet <laughs> is part of belonging to a millennialist tradition, as Cooper clearly did. It was inevitable that America would produce prophetic figures of its own. They were not to. Pre- they were not there to predict the future. And okay, so w- whatever. Okay, these these people are fucking crazy because we're still here. Yeah. Um, at the same time, that doesn't mean that a new world order can't be happening right under our noses right now, and that like assassins will come out with like fucking wrist blades and be like, "Yo, shank and stabbies," and this is it everywhere. So I don't know. That's probably the safest one for conspiracy theorists because they can just say, "Oh yeah, it's happening now." You just don't see it. Whereas the other st- shit, like, "Oh, the solar flare didn't happen." Ubisoft, the <laughs> planet didn't crash into us. Melancholia. I don't know if you heard about that movie, but it was kind of what movie? It's called Melancholia. It's like Mm-mm. like an artsy movie. Um, I bet you probably have it on IFC. <laughs> maybe I, I think it I won a lot of though. independent awards. I mean, like so by all accounts, probably on IFC or Sundance. Yeah, by all accounts, it was a good movie, and I say that in quotes. It was a good movie in terms of like it did a lot of things like thematically and like artistically. But sitting in the theater watching it, I hated it. Like it's it's one of those things where it's just like okay I can appreciate what the artist is trying to do here, but what you have basically done in my eyes is make a painting by farting out of your butt. <laughs> and that's nasty like, pain. I mean it's like, so in short I appreciate what it did. I just personally did not enjoy my time with it. I think that's that's the best way to put it. 
Um, but it's about like the the kind of surface of it is about a planet crashing into Earth and destroying everything and killing us all. Yeah, and um, that didn't happen. Right. Um, but you know there there are subplots about uh, subtexts about like how di- how like people act in times of dire straits and you know how normal people act versus how depressed people act and you know they did that very well. It's just I didn't enjoy watching it and also like that was scary and and, and I and I, and I wanted to run home to mommy. But um, so that didn't happen. Um, so the movie Euro's wrong. Assassin's Creed was wrong. Maybe Deus Ex is right. I mean I don't know if Deus Ex. Uh, uh, has any inspiration on, oh, yo, the Illuminati do shit in 2012, and that's why J.C. Denton has implants. But, I mean, it could be. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, but, well, I mean, remember the original Deus Ex? Did you ever play through the original Deus Ex? No. In, in volume? I no. still have it or in multiple forms. You sound so sad. You're like, no. Because I should have. Yes, you should have. You're a horrible person. I'm horrible. <laughs> um... As I take a sip of water from my cantina, um, they there are several pieces in that game, like kind of like Metroid, where you can scan a whole lot of shit to get backstory. Mm-hmm. In in Deus Ex, you can pick up books, newspaper articles, voicemails. I should say text messages, emails, all these things that kind of fill in the backstory of the world. It's nowhere near necessary, but like you can get kind of lost in it. Like, I, I remember this one time I was trying to sneak away from enemies, and I snuck into this office, and, you know, there were a couple of books on the desk, and meanwhile, the soldiers are all outside going, like, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Oh, he must have left. Oh, well, because you know what the AI was like in, back in those days. Mm-hmm. It was shitty. Meanwhile, while I'm, like, waiting for them to go away, I'm, like, reading these books on top of this desk. Like, just kind of like, yeah, I know, they can't see me because the AI is shit. Um, and I'm just reading a book. But it's a book about, like, the Illuminati and, like, how they cr- how they, you know, decided to, or how they, you know, kind of built their power in this new world um, versus, like, this organization called Majestic, which I, I would say, I, I guess, is, like, Men in Black. It, it, it just, it's fucking crazy. All these okay. weird conspiracy theories. So, um, that could happen. It, that, it, could ha- it could have happened and we don't know about it. Yeah, until... under our noses. Because, like, it, that doesn't mean that they destroyed the world. It just means that, like, they put, like, the apple into a satellite in the sky and they crafted a better ending for the game. But they didn't because it's fucking stupid, as you'll see in about a year when you play it. And you'll be like, what? I heard Mass Effect 3's ending is pretty shitty, too, but we won't get into that because neither of us has played it. Right. I'm Actually, no, no. two again. Before we launch into what we've been playing, because this is what I've been playing, I've been playing Watch Mass Effect 3 endings on YouTube. Really? I, I just went ahead and watched it because I was listening to, to podcasts and, like, I accidentally heard the spoiler. And, like, hearing the spoilers didn't make me want to play the game any less. Right, okay. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'm, I'm curious as to why people got so butthurt over this ending. And so I watched it. I watched the original one. Then I watched the extended one. And I came out of it going, both of those endings are really stupid they're not terrible and they don't hold a candle to Assassin's Creed 3's ending and I'm not writing letters in to terms Ubisoft of shittiness. Yeah, and I'm not writing letters to Ubisoft in like to ask them to change the fucking ending because it is what it is. So, all the people who are insulted by this ending enough to like write a petition, well, I hope whatever money you pledged on that petition was well spent because A, you didn't get anything that that was much better, that was mu- that much better and B, like so what? 
I think that people are more pissed off about Mass Effect 3 endings because it's the end of a trilogy. Yes. Well, Whereas Assassin's Creed 3 is probably not... It, it's not a trilogy, so to speak. It's a quintology. Or just another chapter in... I mean, I don't well, I mean, that... they're making more Mass Effect games. Yeah, I know, and they they don't know where to put the fourth one right now. Yeah, I mean, the the, the Mass Effect thing I can understand because I can understand on a on a certain level where Mass Effect was all about player agency and choice and all this shit that mm-hmm. you know was that that just kind of put you in this crazy world that really drew you in and and apparently the endings, so to speak, they don't really give you that much agency. I mean, you have to make choices near the end, but a lot of them don't have any bearing on, say, what you did in Mass Effect 1. Oh, okay. Or 2? I mean... I don't know about 2, since I haven't played it, but I mean, just like from what I'm hearing, it's like, it's like, yo, all these choices you made are just choices you made. Now here's the end. Make some new choices, and that's your end. And it's like, people got really pissed. That makes sense. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, but at the same time, mm, it's a freaking game. Yeah, and, and it's coded the way the programmers wanted to be coded. Yeah, and 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 that makes me wonder why, like, well, Walking Dead is a different story, but why people are are like so in love with that. Although having seen both endings in Mass Effect Three and then in The Walking Dead, that's when I well, that's what I mean when I say both both games. Mm-hmm. Um, Mass Effect uh, Walking Dead's ending was legitimately good and heart-wrenching. But the choices that you make throughout the game are more for the journey and not for the conclusion. Okay. That and, makes sense. And I right. think that's probably because I don't know if um, there are multiple endings in the Walking Dead game. Do you know? Or if there's only I, I, There are multiple variations on the ending, but ultimately the conclusion is the same. It's not like Chrono Trigger. Neither Mass Effect nor Walking Dead are like Chrono Trigger where the endings that you get are so vastly randomly different from each other. Like, the Mass Effect endings are different from each other, but the overarching high-level view of, like, in general, this is kind of what ends up happening. Mm-hmm. Those aren't change. different. Like, let's say I have, like, a game of... Uh, let, let's say the story of Tetris ends after a trilogy. And mm-hmm. I choose the ending where where the four block comes and clears out four lines at a time and is victorious. And that is my ending. Okay. Then I replay level nine because I can't play level 19 because I suck. And level nine is the last game in my fictional world, uh, is the last level in my fictional world of Tetris mm-hmm. where I can actually play it. And I clear the last line by using a T piece. And I have another ending where I clear the last line using an S piece or another ending where I, I you know what I mean? So in all the different endings, I'm using different Tetris pieces to clear away multiple lines. But the end result is still that I'm clearing multiple lines. Yeah. So that's, that's while it is one of the most terrible analogies that I've ever thought of in my entire yes, life to describe anything anywhere, is. it is still appropriate because that's what it's kind of like. And also because I hate Tetris because I'm not good at it. There, Aww. I said it. Solar flares. Moon Fuck. people. Fuck the moon people. Anyway, um, yeah, I played a lot of Watch Mass Effect 3 ending, and yes, people were pissed and they signed a petition. Um, but it's really funny because I ended up watching because I was so bored and I was cleaning my room. 
and I needed some noise in the background, I, I ended up clicking on this YouTube video that was basically this guy reading the letter that he wrote to Bioware. <laughs> and he was all like, this is why... This is why Mass Effect 3 were insulting to fans. And he read his whole letter on the air about the reasons why it was insulting to the fans. And, you know, they were they were... Listen, aside from the fact that, like, oh, now you're bitching and moaning about, like, a video game that, you know, this was their vision for what they wanted their piece of work to be like. And if it was bad, so be it. But this is their game. And this is what they wanted to put out. Aside from all that shit, you had some decent arguments about there, uh, about why. Like, you know, what I said about player agency and, like, maybe there were some logical plot holes and, like, you know, kind of some usage of Deus Ex Machina, which all video games kind of end up doing. Not all, but most. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- then, then there's this one line where he was like, and when when the fix will come out for the ending, and note how I said will, not should, not must, not has to, but will, and, you know, granted, it did end up coming out, but it's just like, who the fuck are you to, like, be so pompous about, yes, this will come out, meh, my video game didn't end the way I wanted it. And, and you know, it's, I'm not... I'm not trivializing video games as a medium for the ending having to be good. What I'm saying no, is... No, because you could do the same thing about a movie. And yes, I would say the same thing about a movie. Ending. Exactly. Yeah, I'm saying about anything. Yo, this is the artist's work. Good or bad, this is what it is. So they put it out. And, and if it's bad, it's bad. And the, the beauty about games, I think, is that, it, it, yes, it, it, there's player agency. There's interaction. You, you can become part of that world. But that doesn't necessarily mean that just because it the option to craft additional things to that world and continuously give you more, that doesn't mean that, you know, demanding them to change what they fundamentally wanted to communicate and, and, and be in type be expected to get that all the time is, is necessarily the right thing to do. Like you could you could complain about it, fine. And, you know, obviously yeah. you have the right to ask for a change, and you and it's technologically feasible for them to change it, and so they did. I just think in terms of just, like, how ridiculous it is, I think it's ridiculous. That That's that's where, where I come in. Like, it, it, it is what it is. It sucked. It's dead. Like, do you want a George Lucas scenario where things are never done? And you keep yeah, on changing like, it over people. and over again. You're never going to please everybody. Nope. And but at least you should please. I mean, or should you? Should you please that that vocal minority? Right. It's it, because it's, a lot of times it's a minority. It's, it's a vocal minority. You're absolutely loud. right. You're absolutely right. It's it, it is the whole squeaky wheel syndrome. It's the it's the, I'm on Yelp, and I see a whole bunch of five star reviews for this restaurant. Oh, but here's this one star review that sounds really, really, really well reasoned and very long and seven paragraphs and all these horrible things are happening. I think all <laughs> these five star. I'm, I'm not gonna go. Yeah, I think all these five star reviews are plants. They must be friends of the restaurant or something. Meh. But yeah, there's it, it, the other the other problem I have is the entitlement. Um, mm-hmm. I that you know I sit, ridiculous. Yeah, I sit here and I talk about players should have the option to do this and that and the other thing. I I mean that from an ergonomic standpoint from a like a, a product standpoint and when you start talking about the way that someone chooses to end their story you are now moving from product to this is a group of artists vision and i i guess maybe this you know i don't want to get into the to the discussion of whether or not games are art and are they art by proxy or are they art by committee or are they art or whatnot like because they are and I, i'm not going to have mm-hmm. that discussion and i think right. 
I think both of us are on the same page there. But, like, it's one thing if I say, I put this painting on this really shitty canvas that is now falling apart. Mm -hmm. The museum is going to be like, yo, dude, let's put this on a better canvas. It's another if I say, this is my work. And they put the canvas up, and people are like, my god, this is terrible. Completely different. In my In my mind. And because it's the art, the artist's intention for it to be that way, right? Whether you like it or not, is right. just so circumstantial, right? A shitty song where the artist is, uh, the the musician has poured his or her heart and soul into that song because it's supposed to send a message, and it's supposed to communicate an idea, and that idea may not be something that you like, and it may not use a melody that you like, but you don't have to like that song. That is your right. You can walk away from it, but you know. You, you you paid money for that album and you you know you were expecting something and then I guess I guess it's different because you you have the right to try and return it but stores may not take it back but you still you're oh, no, not going to go out anymore huh that's not happening anymore right right it's an MP3 now you're not going to go to oh, I'm not going to go to fucking Carly Rae Jepsen and say can you change your song to something that doesn't <laughs> make me want to cut my balls off <laughs> I can only imagine a situation like that happening. Like, do do you know what what would ha- if I went up to her and said, "Hey, Carly Rae, um, you're kind of annoying, but you have the right to be. But one thing that I feel entitled to having is a song from someone like you that I like, and for the and song that is currently it. out to not exist anymore, and for you to take that song and change it to something that I like, so that I don't want to like pull my tongue out. Can you do that for me? And then she says, no, no, "Maybe no, not can you do that for me? You will do that for me." Oh, yes. Remember? You will do that for me. And then she says, maybe. And then, like, it all just goes to shit. But I can't do that. I mean, I can, but that would be really ridiculous. And and I think – I feel like th- there's – that goes into this sense of entitlement with, with, fucking, with fucking kids of today. Like, where – like, you wouldn't believe, like, the type of people that are in the workplace. And when I say you, I don't mean you personally. I know you know. Oh, uh-huh. But, like, people in the workplace, like, there was this article about, and I know this is veering off video games, but it's electronics, so this, this matters. Okay. Um, there was this article saying about how, um, like, college kids expect to be allowed to tweet and Facebook while at work. And they were seeking that type of statement in, like, any employment contract that they signed. Wow. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? If work blocks Facebook, it blocks Facebook. You can't do anything about that, and the, the the fact that you think that you should be entitled to that just goes to show like the value that you place on things in general. Like you don't want to work, you want to sit there and fucking Facebook about how like you're sad at work. <laughs> really, like I don't know. Like the fact that they let you email at all at work in the first place, you should be you should be so lucky. Yeah. Like work back is in my work. day. <laughs> Unless your job involves Facebook and Twitter, you should be so lucky to have that type of stuff. And this is not an old fogey thing. This is a this is no, a work it's, ethic. It's a very, mm-hmm. it's this is a, very a discipline work thing. Related thing. Yeah, this is just like yo, dude, just do your fucking job so that later when when you go home you can tweet all you want because you like it. it it's so. It's ridiculous. And people like wanting promotions when they can't do their job in the first – that's entitlement. And I feel like the electronics age has done that, and, and I think I can say that because I'm part of that age. We're part of that age. We've experienced this revolution. We're not mm-hmm. like 70-year-old people going like, what is this face space about? Can I tweet your face space? It's like, no, we know exactly what this is for, and that is not for the workplace, period, the end. 
you know, and 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 that 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 like entitlement of everything is free. Facebook is free. I think that's the biggest issue. Yeah. Not not that Facebook itself is free. That's not the issue. The issue is what people expect out of the internet because Facebook is free. Remember when like all of our favorite websites were free, and then remember yeah. when that didn't work anymore. You mean when that didn't work anymore? When they had to put advertisements on there, or they had oh, to ask oh. you to subscribe, and you know, that's just the way it is. And so, but so now, now they want to sign a petition. They this guy said it was forty thousand dollars worth of petition, hmm. and he's like, "That's that's a okay." So granted, that's not that's that's nothing to sneeze at, but if you think about it, well, forty thousand dollars on a petition. If you say that one that one dollar per person was the going average. Then that right. means forty thousand people out of how many million people bought Mass Effect three were that pissed? Like you said, that's a vocal, vocal minority. minority. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I'm not gonna infringe on anyone's right to vo- voice. They have every single. They have every right to do that. But I have the right to think that they're completely ridiculous. <laughs> exactly. What have you been playing? <laughs> Me. That. Uh, let's see. Since what we have you last been playing? <laughs> I uh I bought a couple of games off of eShop and yes. uh, I used some Club Nintendo points. Yes. Excuse me. As well, um I bought uh off of Club Nintendo three D Classics Twin B, which um is very easy and enjoyably easy compared to something like Xavius, which I... is very like strategic yeah. and difficult in that sense. I and can't remember the... if I bought Twin B. I think I did. I think you did because I yeah. think you were telling me about it a while ago. Okay. Um, the I like how like the score in Twin B can be extremely, extremely high. And even though like it was extremely high, I think um, I was still on the bottom of the list in terms of high scores. So I'm like, okay, I got to do better. I mean, granted, I didn't even really get out of stage one, which is what I hate. I hate how. Like, I'm playing these shooters and stuff. Like, for example, Xavius. I, I can't seem to get out of, like, I think 1-5 maybe might have been the furthest I've gotten. Maybe 1-6. But, you know, in in the 3DS version of Xavius, I think there are only 10 levels and then you repeat. Or maybe 10 levels and then you it actually ends. And when it ends, you put your high score in or something. But in the arcade, there's 16 levels and it just loops, 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 loops. But I can't seem to get past like that first iteration. It's not like something that you can go through and be like, okay, I'm on three two, and you know I've been playing this game for an hour and a half, and now I've finally lost all my ships. And it's like, oh yeah, I've only gotten to stage one four with this boss that I can't seem to figure out how to beat, and these bullets that appear out of nowhere and on top of me, and I die. Wait, uh, real quick, mm-hmm. is Twin B? Um... And I'm forgetting because it's a while since I played it. But is Twin B like Parodius in that it is a Gradius parody or tribute, or is it kind of its own little shooter thing? It's its own. Um, it's not a parody of anything. Actually, I think they might have parodied Twin B. I know that Twin B is a character in Parodius, but Twin B is it's it's a. I think it might actually have been a, a manga or anime or something. Um, and then they made a video game out of it. It's just a. About um, bees? Please tell me not about bees. No, no, no. It's okay. a ship with, like, hands and stuff. And, um... It's... <clears throat> in an overhead shooter. 
with bombs, exactly like Xavius, except it's a little bit faster. Like you, you shoot oh, clouds oh, right, and right, bells right, come right, out of the clouds, right. and depending on what, like if you shoot the bell, it changes colors or yeah. it changes its form. So you then it's different power ups. Then it's a Xavius um, uh, homage. Not, not that that might not have been their intention, but it it it's kind of a spiritual Xavius game ish, right? Yeah. The Only same way, the same way that I said Chrono Trigger is Final Fantasy. Last week, or I should say, True. last episode, Twin B is Xavius. Yeah, because the only reason why I say that Twin B is like Xavius is because of the bomb feature. Um, but there are plenty of other games that have that, like Legendary Wings. But Legendary Wings is more of a um, a hybrid. It's a hybrid side scroller and overhead shooter. But um, I played that a little bit. I also bought Super Mario Brothers Two, which is hard as nails and I think the furthest I've wait, gotten wait 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 to be clear Lost it... Level Super Mario okay, Bros. Yep. Okay. Um because Super Mario Bros. 2 Mario Madness is not out on um I don't even know did that come out on Wii? I think it did. Mario Madness? Yeah that's what it's called. What is that? It's Super Mario Bros. 2. That's the subtitle Oh they gave it Super they Mario gave Bros. it a 2. subtitle. Yeah they that I, was, I didn't that was realize cover. that. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. I that, mean, sorry. granted, it's really called Super Mario Bros. Two USA in kind of like game speak, but on the label of the game it says Super Mario Bros. Two, and at the bottom it says Mario Madness, which is you know weird in and of itself. But um, I, I guess from I, here on out, I will try to remember whenever I'm talking about them to say either Lost Levels or Doki Doki. Yeah, or USA. See, that still confuses me though, because like. Wait, 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 wait. Super Mario Brothers 2, Mario Madness is which one? USA, the Doki Doki Panic one. Okay, that's yeah. what confused me. Because I uh, thought no, you were no. talking about Lost Levels, and then when you said that they called it USA, I'm like, wait, what? No, no, I was talking about um, the, the USA one the whole time. Too many Super Mario Brothers. Twos. Uh. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I tried playing Super Mario Brothers 2, Lost Levels. JPN, um, and I got up to like the second level, like one two, and I just kept dying because I was I was playing late at night and I played it a couple of times and I think actually I might have gotten no I did get to one three I just never did I get to one four I don't even remember getting to one four so I don't think I got to one four I want to actually play the game like a regular Mario game as opposed to like trying to find out. Oh, what, what makes this game so different than the first one? Like, oh, where's the secrets here? Or, you know, I don't know this game, so I want to hit every single block. And it's just not easy to do because I want to hit every single brick in the game and find out where, like, the hidden mushrooms and, you know, I haven't even gotten a fire flower yet. I've seen, like, three poison mushrooms already. So, like, you know, F you guys. Um, oh, man, those poison mushrooms. Um, So... Just real quick, what I've mm-hmm. seen of the lost levels, which is not much, but I've like I've seen people like get fucked up by the first level. Yeah, that's what some of the hardest stages, the very hardest stages, because you know they didn't make it super hard for us spongy Americans. But that's what the hardest level or levels of 3D Land kind of feel like. Mm. It's just dangers everywhere. Uh, poison mushrooms, dangers, um, small chases. Um, remember I told you about how some of the special, some some of the some of the, ugh, can't speak to this. 
Remember how I told you last episode about some of the challenging levels. Okay, there we go. Some of the challenging yes. levels had were, were like kind of like timer timer based, where they give you thirty seconds and you'd have to collect clocks in order to keep the keep the timer alive. Yes, we got the end. They sometimes combine that with a chase motif, so you have to collect clocks all the while you're being chased by something, and mm-hmm. like meanwhile that level has like platforms that are like turning on a corkscrew so like on one second you have a flat surface to stand on uh, and and it clearly uh, immediately on the other second like that platform has now turned and you're like sliding off of it so mm-hmm. like they, they throw all this shit oh by the way there's a poison mushroom that seems to want to follow you around because i think the poison mushrooms actually follow you around a little bit really that's so, scary yeah they're like coming after you like yo eat, eat me eat me <laughs> so exactly. bitch gets fucking hard Mm-mm. uh so other than that I also bought Liberation Maiden for 3DS, uh, which is, if you do not know, a uh, bullet hell shooter uh, collaboration between Level 5 and Grasshopper Manufacturer, a.k.a. Suda51's people. And, uh, yeah, in this game, you play uh, the first female president of Japan who immediately after being voted in goes out to war because Japan is like under attack by something. I I saw the opening cinematic. Doesn't she literally like, don't they like literally say you are now sworn, uh, not literally because I don't know the exact dialogue, but it's like you are now sworn in. Alright, great. Presses a button. I'm in a mecha suit now and I'm going to save the world and she's off in space. Yes, literally like the votes they voted her in and then she got suited up and flew off, and they had the obligatory ass shot of her because she's riding a mech like a, a motorcycle, like a, a vertical motorcycle oh, kind of position. Yeah. And I'm like, oh god, here comes the ass shot. And then oh. they had that one they were the, the mech was flying away, and it's just like they spent a good second on her ass. I'm like, oh, okay, oh, and now you won't see it anymore. You know what I want to see? Mm. In January of 2013. Well, I mean, what? I, I don't know anything about politics. What happens when a president gets reelected? I was going to say because it's not an Nothing. inauguration speech. I was going to what I wish what I wish would happen is that that Obama w- was getting inaugurated again, and at the <laughs> end of his speech, he pressed a button on his podium, and the robot cop from from Mighty Switch Force comes down and he gets in and he just blasts off and then like <laughs> discovers like Mars too. That would be so epic. <laughs> Could you imagine that, was, that? I, I I think I somebody would pass out. Now understand somebody somewhere. This is my spaceship. Reminds me of um. I found Mars too, bitches. Dave Chappelle making fun of Deep Impact Bibble. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, but what was I gonna say? Oh, I think that they just have a State of Union address. Okay. As opposed to like an inauguration. The state of my union is stuff. my robot. Me Bibble. Two. I found some moon people. Let's wage war on them. I, I would vote for him a third time um, for, for a third term if he found the moon people and, and told them. them to stop making shitty endings. Oh, oh, oh. I thought, you know. Because if they have them. the capacity to do good, I would like to see that. Oh, oh, oh. And then if they could do it, then then he'll be like, all right, blow them motherfuckers up. Mm. Not that I support war. Yeah. But I don't support moon people. Well, not, but you support the annihilation of moon people. Yes. If necessary. Correct. They're like beetles. They they um, give you shitty endings and they eat your rice. Mm-mm. Or other grains, I suppose. Okay, I suppose. 
Osaka, you saved it. Yes, let's go back to Japan. No, actually, I'm still in the middle of that. Let's go back but... to Japan. <laughs> Um, it's it's a pretty uh, interesting game. Like you, uh, all the action takes place on the top screen in 3D, yeah. and the bottom screen is uh, a map, like a hex map, and it's also used as like uh, you're targeting. It's not like anything specific related to targeting. You just basically tap on the screen and you move the stylus around the screen, and it moves a target targeting reticle on the top. So screen. it's like the shooting sections of Kid Icarus. Yes. Okay, that's cool. I like that. Um, except for the fact that your f- your your movement is fully controlled by the circle pad, so you don't have to worry about like, uh, you know, I got to use the stylus to change my viewpoint. No, I meant the, the shoot. I, I meant the the shooting section. Oh, 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 the, the, oh, the, the flying, flying section. Not the yes. part. Not the part of Kid Icarus that sucked, which is my <laughs> own opinion. I, I realize <laughs> I'm in the more I'm in the minority on this podcast. Actually, no, it's fifty fifty. It's fifty fifty. Um, I'm neither minority nor majority. You are the equal. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. Anyway, so so like it's kind of like space harrier-ish. That vein. No. That well, I, what I mean is mm-hmm. you're controlling your person mm-hmm. and you're flying forward in that sense. It's not. Yeah, but when you go left and right, you turn left and right. Oh, you turn. Yeah, and if you hold the L button and move, you strafe. Oh, okay, that's completely different. Okay, that yeah. I thought it was okay. Yeah, it's, that, it's not on rails. It's or not anything. on it's rails. Completely freeform. Uh, you have a, a complete world map to go around, and there are mission objectives that pop up during the game, and then sometimes there are submission objectives that you can do uh, optionally. And okay, okay. All along so, the way, there are also enemies just sitting around that you can kill. So it's almost like Resident Evil Four in the I control scheme. It, it, guess so. By that I mean. You press left, you turn left. You press right, you turn right. You press up, I should say, on the, pa- on the disc pad. You move forward and back. It's it's tank controls, but the perspective makes tank controls tolerable. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then it's because it's not uh, absolute, right? And and I should say Resident Evil Four Wii Edition because the Wii let you aim with the remote freely uh-huh. while you had that. Okay, now it's coming together. Liberation Maiden is female Resident Evil. Okay, <laughs> female Resident. How's the three D? The 3D is awesome. The frame rate is really good, and um, do, do you go cross-eyed every so often, or is it because you know how some games are like, whoa, like some games are like, I, mm-hmm. I can't, I, I can't, I'm turning this it's off. And some games deep. are like, okay, okay, so um, more it's subtle. it's just the right amount of 3D. Like um, the depth is pretty good, and the frame rate is nice and smooth as well. And you get these like you know situations where there's a lot of stuff going on and it doesn't seem to slow down mm. um but the 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 way the game basically goes so far like i'm three stages in but <clears throat> there are these targets that you have to take out and then a massive target i think they're called um shoot there's lesser something or others i forget what they are but they're like almost like nails that are you know how you would hammer a nail into a piece of wood or something mm-hmm kind of looks like that and it comes out of the ground with weak points so what you have to do is you have to shoot the top of it and it rises and then when it rises you shoot the weak points inside um and then there's you know a whole bunch of stuff around defending that thing and a lot of missiles come out and they, they basically tell you um you know during the game whether a missile is like locked onto you and you have to fly around and kind of avoid it 
and, and I'm playing on easy mode right now because I thought the game was going to be completely different than what it was. Oh. So I'm, the missiles just kind of fly around in the g- general area, but I'm thinking in normal they're probably try and attack you a little bit more. Uh, so like being that I'm playing on easy right now, it's kind of uh, you know I don't get hit much, so I get to really see the full range of her power. You can target multiple things with a reticle, and then if you hold the the stylus on the screen, she starts to power up a shot, but that comes at the risk of her losing her shields. And then you, you can send out a devastating shot, but of course, now you have no shield, so you have to kind of fly around and not get hit. Um, you also, as time goes on, I think at the first level, you get to unlock this sword attack where there's a meter that builds up as you continue to shoot things. And when it fills up, you see like the, a hilt appear. And that reminds slice, me of Radiant Silver Gun. Sorry, that just popped. I, mm. That just image just popped into my head. Anyway, if you slice across the sword at the top of the screen, she, the every, all the action stops, and she like throws a a, a like a bolted sword, um, or a bolt of energy into the ground where, like the center of the ground, but it hits everything on the screen. So you kind of like use that as. If you're really overwhelmed, you can use it to clear out everything, or you can kind of use it as a finishing touch for your attack on one of those nail-looking things. Um, then I've unlocked another attack, which is kind of like a laser, because the main attack is just like shooting a bunch of missiles. Uh, you target a bunch of stuff, and then you shoot, you unleash missiles at the those targets. But the second weapon is a laser that if you just hold the stylus on the screen and move it around, it's it just, you know, tears through everything. Like but continuous it runs out of fire? Really quickly. Mm-hmm. So you have to take the stylus off the screen to let it recharge and then do it again. Uh, so it takes a good, good bit of coordination with flying around, dodging stuff, because like a lot of times you'll see these big streams of bullets, and it'll be like in an arc, and you have to dodge the arc. And then there, I've noticed now in the third level that there are bolts that come at you. Um, not bolts, but like, you know, bigger bullets, but they're not in that wide arc, multiple shot range where it looks like a fan coming at you. It's just a bunch of small bullets that fly at you. You have to kind of individually dodge. Um, and in this third level, you actually have to do a little bit of stealth. You see, um, these, uh, machines that basically you have to avoid the, the detection range of the the machines. And it was rather easy, but then again, I'm playing on easy. Um, but I'm having a great time with the game. The graphics are good. The voice acting is good. Um, the wait, wait a second. Is, is it good, good, or is it anime good? It's anime good. Okay, but it's not like cheap. It's it's they they cast the right people for like the the, the assistant or whatever the guy is. Like he really sounds like. You know, they're kind of doing a play <clears throat> on a, an old Japanese man. And then the girl is the girl. You know, they just choose whoever the girl does is the, girl. the girls in animes. She's but, not just the girl. She's the president. Exactly. She's not president only a girl. Shoko. She's the player president in Japan. Um, so that is a recommendation. Um, I think it's eight bucks on eShop. That was it, gonna be my next question. Yeah, how much it was? I yeah, I I saw like a trailer for it, and then I saw I think I can't remember whether or not Giant Bomb actually did a quick look, but I saw some gameplay of it. I was like, ooh. So mm. 
I shall look into that once once I get back into my my Nintendo groove. I've been kind of off of Nintendo for uh, for about a week and a half now because um, of you'll you'll find out from what I've been playing. But okay, yeah. So um, I also bought BitTrip Saga because it was cheaper on the eShop than it is anywhere else, which I was huh. surprised about. Uh, I found yeah, it for too. fifteen dollars on eShop and. Uh, I just bought it because I'm like, $15? Retail game? $15? Uh, I'm going to just buy it. Forget it. And, you know, <laughs> like, I, it could have been $10 everywhere else. But then I looked, and Best Buy I didn't even have it. Like, they had it pre-owned for $35, $35 or $40. Uh, GameStop had it for $19.99 new, $17.99 used. Toys R Us had it for 60 bucks or something like that. Jesus, like, what? What? Why? But, um... Yeah, I think I I got over on that one, and I played a little bit of Bit Trip Beat. Bit Trip Beat. And That's the one. Bit Trip Beat is like the Pong one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that on Steam. I I, um, I have most of the Bit Trip Saga on Steam, and I quickly realized that that is not the platform that I should have got it on. Mm. Not be not because it's bad, but just because like it's something that I kind of want. I would kind of want to do like if I if I'm sitting down on the subway. Yeah, which is why I got it because like I have Bitrip Runner first team, but I, I never played it. Yeah, um, it was a part of uh, I think the Humble Indie Bundle that a, a friend of mine I used to work with he bought me. Well, he didn't buy. Well, I guess he bought it. it. He did donate, but he gave me the Humble Indie Bundle I think last Christmas or something. Oh, nice! Or for my birthday, or I forget what it was, but he Happy gave it to me as a gift. Day. And, and it had BitTrip Runner. I installed it, but I hadn't played it. But now I have BitTrip Runner on 3DS, which I probably I will most likely play before mm-hmm. that. Um, I played a little bit of Theater Rhythm. Wait, before you go because, on, before mm-hmm. go on, real quick, while we're on the subject of cheap retail games, uh, I forgot to tell you, I just got Rhythm Heaven Fever for Wii for 14 bucks off Amazon, so it might still be available for that much. Yeah, I can't get it. Damn it! I can't get any home games. It sucks. Like my my Wii is actually like off, red light off. Oh shit! I don't even have the Wii Connect twenty four on now. Oh, I, um, I I don't I don't know when the last time I had that on was. Yeah, I, I had unplugged it to clean the. Uh oh. <laughs> Sorry, I said uh oh because I kind of kicked this drum that I uh that I have for Isaiah for Christmas. Oh. And it started to light up and make sounds. Oh shit! So I turned that off real quick. Anyway, um, what did I say? I said that, oh, I played a little theater rhythm. Um, yes. Because I just wanted to see what it looked like on a big screen and what it sounded like, and so I did a couple of songs. Uh, I haven't played Tactics in a while, so that is not on my list. I wanted to touch on some things that I just added to my wish list for eShop that I want to like, get uh, Wireland 2. I haven't played Wireland 2, even though I, I did play a, you know, Super Mario Land 3, but I might want to get that again. I'm not sure. And hopefully they'll I come out with that. Wario Land 3, because then I'll have all four Wario Lands for portable. Because I, I like the the concept and the idea, the, yeah. the gameplay behind Wario I, Land. That's or... a really solid series. Like mm-hmm. I feel like no one pays that much attention to it. No, and then the GameCube one came out, and I had rented it from GameFly and went through it. That's the one by Treasure, right? Yeah, and it it wasn't excellent. Like it definitely wasn't worth keeping, but it was a good rental. A friend of mine got Wario Land, uh, shake it for me for for Christmas once. I, I got to get into that. Mm. 
and then there's the the GBA and DS ones that are probably really good too. Like four was fucking you... amazing for from for the for the oh, hour for and ten minutes that I played of it. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was there I, a DS one? There was one where you wear like multiple hats. Oh, I don't remember that. That wasn't Shake It. Oh no, no, now I'm remembering. No. You, you're right. You're right. I didn't play it, but I do remember it existing. Yeah, I forget what it's called. Um, Hat Boy. No. But anyhow, um, off of the portable scene, I mean, the last thing to talk about portable scene was, oh, I've been trying to beat Fatal Fury on Neo Geo X, and I can't beat Geese Howard, so that kind of sucks. Um, but I, fucking everybody else is actually really easy once you figure out how, um, you know, because essentially Fatal Fury is a puzzle game. Yeah, it's all exploits. Yeah, um, like Billy Kane, <laughs> so bad. You know, Billy Kane. I forgot what the exploit was for him. He throws his um, his stick, and then he turns to a little bitch, and he like covers his face. Turns into a little bitch. Yeah, he does because like you can't touch him, but he's standing there like cowering with his hands covering his face, yeah. and then this guy comes out of nowhere and throws him a new stick. All you really have to do is stand in front of him, and once he lands after grabbing his stick, you just throw him. And you just basically throw him for the rest of the fight. Oh, okay. Now that I know, I think I will not go back and play Fatal Fury because <laughs> I hate that game. Two, uh, two and special I like. Fatal Fury 1 I thought was a piece of garbage. Hmm. Once I beat, like, Geese Howard, I probably won't play it as much anymore. But um, I want to be able to master that. Like, well, most of the Neo Geo games. So I want to be able to, like, master them and be able to get into them and play them and actually do what I couldn't do for these 20 years that I've been playing Neo Geo games in the arcade. Just, yeah. like, go through Like, I played Samurai Showdown, and sometimes I can't even pass the first person. Uh, but half of the time it's because I don't really remember the moves or whatnot. I gotta look up the facts and get the moves and stuff again. I think, I think my problem with Fatal Fury was that it felt super clunky. And I never was a fan of the plane shifting mechanic because I just thought it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And then, like the Super Nintendo version came out, that Takara port, and it yeah. was even, it felt even worse. It felt like <laughs> mud. The benefit of having that port, though, was that you could play as all the other characters if you did two-player mode. Oh. But the problem with that was only if you were player two. Oh. You know how you select the character? Well, I don't know how it. I can't remember how it happens in Neo Geo, but in the SNES version, you selected between Higashi, Andy, or Terry Bogard. And the select screen was just those their three sprites. So mm-hmm. you just selected from left to right. But if you press down, that was the secret. If you press down on the player two controller, you could choose everybody else. It was uh, it was weird. In the Geo, basically, you can't do two player until you're actually in the game. And then when you're in the game, the second player joins in, and you both fight the same guy, and then you fight each other. Oh wait, I'm so yeah, I, I sort of remember something like that. Yeah, so it turns into like halfway final fight, and then it turns into a, a versus fighter afterwards. So weird. It is very weird. Um, yeah, I I played a little art of fighting too, and you know, it, I'm I want to get also into a weird those things. Game. It is a very weird game. Just huge ass sprites. Um, you know, I'm, I want to play those because you have like kind of the the progression. In the the twenty game set of Neo Geo X, you have Fatal Fury Auto Fighting, then you have Fatal Fury Special, and then you have Real Bout Fatal Fury and Real Bout Fatal Fury Special. Which I think Real Bout Fatal Fury 
is uh, an extension of Fatal Fury 3. And real about Fatal Fury Special is like Fatal Fury 4, basically. It's, okay, it's a yeah. continuation of real about Fatal Fury. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you have King of Fighters 95, which technically it's the second King of Fighters game because the first King of Fighters game was 94. But oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah. all in the same family yeah. of games because, you know, the guy from Art of Fighting, the guy yeah. who made Art of Fighting, the guy who made Fatal Fury, they both worked together to yeah. do King of Fighters later on. I'm still upset, and and maybe I'm misremembering, but I thought that Mark of the Wolves wasn't part of that package, and that's very upsetting for me. Um, no, is, it's not a part of the 20-game package. Is Last Blade or Last Blade 2 part of it? Neither. Because, oh see, those are the three games that, if you're going to tell me that, just for me personally, if you're going to tell me mm-hmm. that I need to spend $200 on a, on a new thing that's actually a rehash of old shit, like, you put Last Blade, Last Blade 2, or... Or Mark of the Wolves, or Mark of the Wolves Two, just just any one of those four into that package. I think so. The last one was Mark of the Wolves. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Could be. I could be just thinking of Last Blade Two. But you put those games on there, and that's what says, "All right, it doesn't make sense for me to spend money on this, but I'm fucking buying it." Mm Because I have a Dreamcast copy of, I think, Last Blade. Yeah, you still got Mark of the Wolves. Mark of the Wolves. It's Last Blade Two, I think. Oh, I thought you had Mark of the Wolves. You know, I don't even know anymore. It's one of those games that I can't play. <laughs> so, but um, Mark of the Wolves. Yeah, there's only, uh, yeah, th- you're right. There's only one Mark of the Wolves. I don't know what I was thinking. But yeah, you um, put those games, any one of those three games in there, and I'm in. Yeah. Rationally or not. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe they'll come out with a game card, but, you know. Um, I'm sure they will. Already... I-, I have faith that they will. People have already hacked the Neo Geo oh. um, a week into its life, I think. Yeah, it was a weekend. Side. What they did was because um, there's no protection yeah. on the the Neo Geo X itself, so someone was able to um, run. Uh, I think it was called UniBIOS or something like that. Oh. And all they had to do was take a ROM that they wanted to play, and replace one of the existing ROMs on the the internal memory. Because I think that. <laughs> The storage for the 20 games is on a micro SD card glued to the board. Okay, so it's like a soldered. It's a yeah, thing, not even soldered. Fake like soldered. Ghetto glued. soldered. Yeah, Goddard. It's like literally lightly glued to the board. So all you have to do is just pull it off. Oh shit! And um, it might as well be taped for what it's worth. China but... don't care, <laughs> as Ryan Davis would say. So um, what they did was they just took a game that they wanted to play. And then replaced it and kept the same name. So yeah, that when you yeah. go on the list, you choose that game, but the game that you want is going to load. So like someone put uh, Angel's Duno over a three count bout or something like that. And so then they showed the process. So he's going through the menu, he selects three count bout, and then it loads Angel's Duno. And what? Uh, what is that? Angel's Duno. I don't know what that it's is. It's some kind of shooter. I don't know. But um, that happened. So, weird. so odds are, you know. As the weeks go by, there'll be some kind of non-invasive method, probably, to put all those ROMs that you have on your Neo Rage CD <laughs> onto <laughs> the Neo Geo X and completely defeat the purpose of buying game cards. But um, I hope that I hope I, I hope not either. I mean, I, it'd be nice if Neo Geo produces game cards that not that that have more than one game, like a collection. Oh, we're gonna bring out the entire Samurai Shodown collection. Well, the entire but one three four five because two is already on the the thing so 
why not bring out one, three, four, and five, sell for twenty bucks? It's, it's still a lot of money for those four games, but still, people might buy the game card because it's got four Samurai Showdown games on it. I but, wish they would just publish it on the uh, on the platforms as well, like more mm-hmm. readily. I know they have like every so often they'll kind of like fart out like a few collections, but you like, mean just for Xbox and et cetera? Yeah, I mean, like I know they have like. What's it called? I know they have um, well, some of the King of Fighters, and they had some of them out for PS2, but I don't know. I, 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 I feel... thought they had a massive collection for PS2. Oh, they like, might. Because um, there was some kind of like SNK collection that had, like, God knows how many games. I mean, SNK collection, PS2. Arcade Classics Volume 1, um, which is an... Uh, Anyway, uh, let's see. That's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, Jesus. 16 games. Um, and then there's an Arcade Classic Zero that has another 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20. But those are old games, like pre-Neo Geo. You know Car what would be awesome? Car Wars 2. Mm-hmm. If they did the Sega and released it all on Steam. I, yeah, I would not do that. I know, but, I mean, Sega did it. Not yeah, to Sega. say that they're Sega, but, you know, there's precedent for that, and it'd be nice if they did that. I mean, I, I feel like... Because then, like, people are pirating that shit left and right, right? So then, uh, I don't know. Same argument as anybody would make for any of this stuff. So, whatever. It's not gonna mm-hmm. happen. I cry. Move on. Stupid people pirates. And stuff. <laughs> So, I bought some games off of Steam from the holiday sale. Yeah. Uh, the games I bought were Retro City Rampage, yes. uh, Hotline Miami, yes. and <laughs> uh, bought Batman Arkham City. Yeah. Whatever the heck deluxe I think it was, but you know, game of the year thing. Game of the Year edition, yeah. And of course, I haven't played Batman Arkham Asylum Game of the Year. <laughs> I played it but... for like, t- for like. Oh, actually, I played it for two hours and then my save died. Oh well, technically, I did play it. I played it for um, like fifteen minutes to learn the controls and look at the game, look at how well it ran. It well ran really well, but then you know deletions and reformats and whatnot, and it's yeah. not on my computer right now, but. Uh, Hotline Miami is really fun. Just uh, watching that game is fucking fun, man. The music is just ridiculous. Trippy. It's, it's really trippy. It's really cool. And um, I like I like playing it. Just, you know, it's senseless. And it's, very it's fast. fun. And it's very fast. Like, the enemies react very quickly. You played it, right? Or no, I, I've seen, seen it. it. I've seen it. But, like, the the... the just your actions come out very fast, at least if you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, and they say, like, you know, um, recklessness is rewarded 
variation is rewarded, like in terms of your score and stuff like that. What you're supposed to do is you basically walk around and you kill people and pick up like drugs and stuff <laughs> for people. I don't that, know. That, that's a perfect. That's a perfect. Perfect. Uh, um, fact. Johnson game. Jack Thomas yeah, game. Exactly. Jack, Jack Thomas! Thomas would be so pissed off at this game. Fuck him. But um, do you hear he came out of the woodwork? He did for like a brief I second. He was, I, I don't know. I thought he was silenced forever. He, after he, he was disbarred. He is. Like he's a he's a normal, like, alien human being. <laughs> but there was something about like how he emailed Kotaku after the Newton shootings or something ridiculous like that. I was like, yo, this is your fault. Really? And Kotaku was like, Alright, be mature about it. Whatever. Like, we don't care. Like you suck. I can't remember if it was Kotaku or maybe some other blogging. I think it was Kotaku. But it, it was just ridiculous. He came out mm. like with his little sniveling teeth and was like <laughs> Exactly like that. Oh man. Well, um enough about Hotline Miami. Um Richard City Rampage is something else. It's you know, GTA clone. Yeah. But it's just a a throwback to everything that, you know, was eight bit. So if you were like me, you grew up on the shit, you get you basically get a laugh like every two minutes. Did you play with all the filters? Um, I don't know. Did you I play with any filters? I don't even know what the filters are that you're talking like, about. Like, you can change it to, like, CGA colors. You could change, like, you could change it to scan lines. You could, ch- like, you could play with the with the way that the screen appears. Oh, um, no. I played it with whatever was default. Okay. And I played about a half an hour of it. And then I got to the third stage, and, you know, they they made fun of Ninja Turtles. They made fun of... Metal Gear. They made fun of Mega Man Two. They made fun of Back to the Future. They made fun of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure oh, and Bogus Journey. Um, they made fun of Nintendo well, that deserves in making fun of. Well, should I say they made fun of the Nintendo Entertainment System? They even had a reference to Inception. Oh shit! In the first half hour of the game, and it was it was ridiculous. Like they made a reference to Sonic. They made a reference to Frogger. They made a reference to Contra. Uh, See, my uh, now that you're saying this, it makes me a little worried because my my worry with stuff like that is that they blow their load too soon or too often, and then it just it's just like, all right, we get it. I'm scared of that. I don't think that that's going to happen because I don't think it's a long game. It's it's like one of those like you get blitzed with all of these funny references while playing, you know, Grand Theft Auto. You run right. around and you drive around, you run over people and kill people. Right. For, I I, you know, I just mean that. Abandon. I just mean that I think it's possible to overdo it no matter how long the game is. Like, if if they just do it too much, it's possible to overdo it. Like, I heard, like, I heard that as far as the humor goes in Borderlands, like, they overdid it there, too. Like, because they took, in Borderlands 2, yeah, they took Claptrap and, like, made him, like, a complete caricature of himself that was unfunny where he was already kind of a caricature-type character in the first one. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, it's it's still really hard to do. It's hit or miss. I think that um, because of how familiar everything is when it comes to um, the jokes and the references, it, it doesn't seem to to me to be something that would overstay its welcome, you know? I it, suppose. It, maybe to me because, like, it's all kind of not even, like, crammed in there, but they really do a lot at the same time. And then um, it's it's almost like it's a constant stream. So they they don't let up, you know. Yeah, that that still worries me even more. 
But that's uh. just me. I mean, like, you're talking to the guy who is so old and curmudgeonly that not not old, I should say, so 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 curmudgeonly and grumpy that Kid Icarus was not funny to him. That's me. Mm. So, like, I guess I guess mileage mileage highly varies in humor. That's that's the one of the hardest things to do. I'd say. Oh, I see. Um, but not really much I'll say about that. I mean, I could just continue talking about all the references, but um, I don't. I'm I'm interested it. more in in like how it plays and like do, uh, does well, it, it does it carve like out Grand its Th- own. Well, I know it plays it like Grand Theft Auto, but I mean, does does it have interesting missions? Does do they give you like a variety of things to do, or is it just like yo, uh, we know you like Grand Theft Auto, so we're gonna put it in eight bit? Um, no, they do a lot of things that you used to do in 8-bit. I mean, you shoot stuff, you stomp on enemies, you drive stuff, you drive over people, you actually take, you take cover in this game. Um, huh. Yeah. You, they're stealth. Um, you know, and they, they put them into these convenient, like, two-minute batches. Um, I, so that's the, so the missions so are kind of bite-sized. Yeah, like you'll fa- you'll pass a mission in like you know seven eight minutes. I like that. Uh, That's good. You go to a destination, and uh, you know some of it is like in Grand Theft Auto where you just have to get somewhere right. without dying. Um, and then you'll go and be doing something, and after you do it, or after you get to the place and you're about to do what you're supposed to do, something else comes up and you get like diverted. Like I was supposed to go and get um. <laughs> they made fun of flux capacitor and they called it a flask combobulator yeah I saw um, that one so you had to go and get it but when you go to the store and ask about it the guy puts you in a tutorial because he says well in order for you to get the, the flask combobulator you gotta go do some stuff for me or something and I'm pretty sure you didn't pay attention to the tutorial on how to auto target so I'm gonna show it to you again <laughs> and look, you know Literally, I personally, when I got into that part, I said, "Oh yeah, I don't remember how to do this." <laughs> and you know, he shows you how to auto target, and then he shows you how to stomp on enemies, and that's where I stopped playing because that's where stage three started. Because you, you only get to enemies. save at the beginning that's of the great. stage. Um, so those two games, I especially since like what um, Hotline was five bucks and Retro City Rampage was seven fifty almost. Um, granted, they're not going to be that much anymore, or they're not like that much now because yeah, Hotline already is only ten bucks, and I think Retro City Rampage is what ten or fifteen. I think it's fifteen. Okay. Um, but they're they're well worth the money for oh yeah purchasing, and uh, I say that like I've actually played it. I've only seen it. <laughs> I don't believe I've played anything else because I haven't played any console games. Wow. Oh 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 oh! One more game. I played Chaos Rings. For my phone. Oh yes, which um, you know has really shitty English oh, in the um, oh, menus god. only. Oh my god! Oh my but god. the actual like dialogue game. in the game is pretty good. Oh my god! Oh my god! The, that fucking um, menu English. Oh my god! <laughs> I played about a good half hour of that game. Uh, it may slow the process. <laughs> what? <sighs> a game, is, an application is ended. Is that okay? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um. But I, I, the premise of the game is kind of weird. Uh, you know, like you're just, you've been swept out of your own world into this, like, world where you have to fight to the death. It makes me and if think you don't about 999. Oh, uh, yeah, which I was kind of close to buying today, which I decided not to buy again. Aww. Yeah, I know. Um, 
but I like the the battle mechanics of the um, the the battle system so far, where you get to attack solo or as a pair, and you get these genes, and it changes how you um, you know your abilities and things like that. Yeah, those things are really cool. Yeah, the system is very kind of like simple, but if well, simple but effective is so cliche. But I mean, it's it's not like it's simple, but it's not like dead stupid, and mm. it's like. It's another variation on, like, the whole, like, learning things through items type of shit, I guess. So yeah. that's, you know, it, it, I guess, so I haven't played it since the first time I touched it for a couple of hours, like, um, when I did that video. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played it since then. Um, I'm about maybe two hours in total. I, I think I'll have to restart because I don't know where to go. Um, but I, I feel like it's competent. It's not something I'd be like, yo, you on mobile phone? You need to get this shit, man. This is fucking, oof. Ooh, I was like, yeah. all right, well, it's there. You know, I could just as easily whip out a GBA or something. I'd rather do that. But this is like in a pinch. This That's, I think, the best thing to describe. In, in a pinch, it will do. Very true. And I, I got it on sale. The regular price was like 15 bucks or something. And I got it for $4. Oh, that's good. I, I can't remember if I got it for like 6 or if I actually went all in. I it must have been on I sale. think you might have gotten it when it first came out. Yeah. Maybe yeah, it was a promotional sale. Testing out your tablet. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. But which I think that this game would probably work really well on tablet. Yeah, I mean, I mean, is in my experience, I think it. Was, I haven't tried it on my new one, which is a bigger one. I sold my old one, which is a seven inch. Mm-hmm. It worked from a, from an ergonomical standpoint. It worked decently on both. Um, but the problem was that my seven inch tablet decided that it wanted to crash mm-hmm. when it was playing that game randomly. So uh, you know, yeah, it sucks. Boohoo! I'm done. So mm-hmm. what have you been playing, sir? <laughs> Playing a lot of Advance Wars. Really? Are you kidding me? Advance Wars, like the first one, or like, I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with me. Leave me the alone. Why would you put this here? Why would Wait. you? <laughs> <laughs> the first one. Yes. Not Dual Strike. No. Not Days of Ruin. No. Not two. No. Because you know one. why? Because next year I'll probably play two, and then the year after that I'll probably play Dual Strike, and the year after that I'll probably play Days of Ruin because they're all fucking awesome games. Every they single are. one of them is great. I can't believe you're playing Advance Wars. You, you know why? Because I forgot all the maps. So like, oh, dude, it's like playing. It's like experience. playing it. It's just like playing a new game again. It yeah. is. That's the best part about forgetting about good games. Yeah, you go and back into them. And it's like brand new again. Well, the, I should say that's the good thing about good games that are bite sized like this because you can play Advance Wars for five minutes and get complete fulfillment out of what you just did. Mm-hmm. You can't really do that with an RPG unless you're like, well, today I'm going to go in and change some job skills and that's all I'm going to do. All right, I'm done. Fulfilled. Yeah, and no. And that's something you would do in, like, tactics. Yeah. I'm going to prepare for this fight by uh, setting up my abilities and I'm going to turn it off because <laughs> I don't have any time to play because it's going to take me an hour to do this battle. Oh, God. Yeah, I, but even then, like, in tactics... Like, the battle, like, even though the battle takes an hour, you could still, like, be like, all right, I'm going to get a couple of turns in mm-hmm. and, like, make some significant headway into, like, into this fight. Because it's a, it's a hard one. It's a long, hard one. Uh, it's a long, hard one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one. It's involved. So I need to get some, you know, some some strikes in. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I you know I I started that feature a while ago called Games I'll Never Play Again. Yep. Um, this is making me want to do the opposite of games that will survive in perpetuity because this There's is one no acronym for that one. Huh? GFP Games for Perpetuity. 
Oh, look at that. But I can't say it. I can say Gimpa. I can't say... <laughs> you, but, you, um, need, um, you need a... You need some practice. Somewhere. You need some practice. But, yeah, I mean, this... Th- th- there are plenty of games like that. Like, th- this one and its series, like, Phoenix Wright at one time was that type of thing where, like, you know, I, I playing it playing it again is a joy just to experience it. But then, like, mm-hmm. it got to a point where, you know, I was having less fun remembering how to, like, pixel hunt as opposed to just being able to enjoy, mm. like, the courtroom cases. Yeah. I so, understand. Like, it's like a, almost like being stuck. And because you, you know, don't remember where a particular item is or you have to constantly be going back and forth yeah looking for that one piece of evidence that allow you to move on with the story yeah and then there are games like the walking dead which are way too memorable to be like (laughs) i'm enjoying this for the first time again this is that type of game where there's so much in it but you don't need to put that much time in it every time you play to enjoy it that it's that perfect balance of there's a lot of content in here that i forgot it but it's simple enough for me to just pick it up and be like yo i remember what to do Right. In terms of how to play it competently. I just don't remember how to beat this specific stage. But, oh, now that I'm in it, okay, I, I have the skills. I got the skills necessary to do it. Um, and there are a few games like that. But, yeah, I've been playing. I just I just on a whim, I've been playing that. Um, like, um, it could, it, this could have, well, this could have easily been any other Advanced Wars game other than Days of Ruin. Because Days of Ruin is the most recent one I played. Yeah, and I'm you know I'm just coming off of that like a couple of years ago, so it's like all right, well you know I'll give you know I, I won't go right back into that one, but the the one thing that I'm remembering um that this is well that I'm remembering that I'm living through right now since I'm playing it um is how menacing just an additional square of range looks like <laughs> because so so remember Grit's power is that he expands he his huh. Well, he already has extended range, and then his power is that he extends his range even more. Yeah, by one. By one square. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, it's one square. But then when you look at all the squares that come out on the map when you check a, uh, a vehicle's range. Yeah, like a missile. Yeah, you're like, where the fuck did that all come from? Like, what? And then you count, and you're like, but this does make sense. It is one more, mm-hmm. but it's one more all around. And it's like... Because well, because I was I was just actually before before the cast I was just playing a map with against grit and like I was like kicking his ass kicking his ass kicking his ass and then he pulled the power on me and all my guys disappeared and I'm like huh where mm. where they go <laughs> I was like oh right he does that to annihilate you so um the one thing the one thing that um I do miss you know going back here and playing it again is just the um the 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 two tiered powers that you get in dual strike. Oh, right, where you, you get that first power, which is, like, the same as the one from Advanced Wars, but then, yeah. like, if you wait a little more, you get the dual, well, yeah, the, the, the second the, tier, the yeah. the stronger one, yeah, the level two mm-hmm. super. And, like, yeah, it's a little, um, it's a little unbalanced, but that's the fun of it, I think. And then Advanced Wars Dual Strike, not Dual Strike, uh, Days of Ruin is, like, kind of the opposite, where it's really really balanced and all the units are really well balanced with each other's with each other's wow with each other but (laughs) the powers aren't that spectacular Mm. so like they're two kind of opposite games but i like them both like just the same um but yeah that that's not important because that's old shit uh new 
Binding of Isaac. I finally got into that a little bit. I used Joy to key to map it to my Super Nintendo controller um, that I attached via USB. Uh, that seems to be that seems to be working fine. I had to fiddle around with it to f- to figure out what button was which. Um, it's disturbing, dude. Like all it is yeah. is a simple like Zelda wannabe roguelike, but it's fucking disturbing. But they the story is based on Abraham and Isaac. Yeah. And but they twisted it because like. You know, the whole story about Abraham Isaac is that he's following God's word and he um, went to sacrifice his son and then God stopped him. Yeah. Um, but, like, the mother is, like, watching a televangelist or something. Yeah. And then she goes Your son's to, fucked up. You got to fix him. <laughs> yeah, she, like, tries to kill him. And then he goes and hides in the basement. Yeah, it's screwed up. Uh, I feel like it's one of those things that I can't really play too often because it, mm-hmm. it, it has, like, a it has kind of a short shelf life. Like, it's... Uh, like there's only so much. Not I shouldn't say short shelf life. I should say there's only so much of it that I can stand in one sitting. Mm, okay. Because I really don't like the method of attack. Like the tears, like they they just feel so. They I've completely feel, forgotten. They don't feel precise. <laughs> I should say because they okay. kind of they have this kind of curvature, this kind of arc when you shoot them out, depending on which direction you're moving in. And I, I guess that's just part of the game they have to learn. I just don't like the way it feels. Oh. Uh-huh. I, but I I do like like the simple the simplicity of it and the randomness of it. Um, and it was a dollar when I got it. So <laughs> why am I? I I'm, it's worth it. Yeah, fuck. Why not? Um, I before I get to the big stuff, um, two more things I, I just want to touch on: Parasite Eve and some tablet games. Parasite Eve, I I, I am I am quickly realizing that she runs way too slow. <laughs> she does run rather slowly. Like, she runs slower. I, I feel like she runs slower than Resident Evil characters do. Um, mm. And that can get kind of grating when, like, the environments are pretty big. And it's not even a matter of running away from enemies because it's random encounters. It's just like, okay, this is taking too long for me to get from one place to the other. I feel like opening doors also has a very small collision detection. And so it is. it, it, it becomes kind of a mash the X button while, like, swiveling the analog stick until she opens the door. Mm. Because it's very, like, you have to be in the exact right spot. To open the door, and it's just it's annoying. Awesome. I don't even remember. That's crazy. Yeah. It's just one of those things where it's just like you just make, make <coughs> the collision box bigger. Just you know why, why hamper it? You know, it's just one of those things. Um, and the dialogue is oh god, the dialogue <laughs> is te- absolute. And uh, granted, this game is at this point fourteen years old. I I, I understand that, but mm-hmm. there was much and better dialogue. At a time where translation and dialogue just wasn't really up to par. Yeah, but the. Th- I will say that I think they did a better job localizing this game, though. A lot better, a much better job than, say, Final Fantasy VII. It's just mm. that, like, the dialogue, it, it, it just feels so, like, feels so childish in a way. Like, and, and then sometimes they emphasize the wrong words. Like, somebody says, tell me what's going on here. Tell and hear are on, in all caps. <laughs> you would expect. <laughs> tell me what's going on here. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, wait, what? It's uh, that stuff is all just hokey and stupid, but the actual game itself is still interesting enough for me to want to like get a little deeper into the play mechanics. I think I'm like I'm on day three and there's seven days or there's six mm-hmm. days and a an epilogue, I guess. So like whatever, like I'll sit through it. It's not very long. Um, I don't even think I finished it. Oh, I, I may not. I, I may I may just get sick of it, <laughs> but um, it's not garbage. I'm not saying that. And it's not bad. It's just, you know, it's a product of its time, kind of like Final Fantasy VII, and it certainly isn't as good as Final Fantasy VII. So, 
Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's going to be a certain point, I think, where it's either like, if it doesn't kind of ramp up, then I'm done with it. Because ah. I told you I tasted Vagrant Story. Yeah, yeah. And you want to you want to do some more risk breaking. Yeah, I don't even know what that is yet. So I just <laughs> I want to learn what that is. That, that, that's mm-hmm. that, that that's where I am with that. Um, I, I I decided to get some games on my on my new 10 inch tablet to to you know see how the hardware holds it. Riptide GP is generally the kind of torch bearer for like Tiger Three game, games Tiger Three games on tablets uh, for Android, uh, and it looks very okay. good. It, it it's I don't know how much you've heard of it if you've heard anything Never about heard. it at all. It I is, mean, it is I Wave think Race. I've... Yes, okay. It is basically Wave Race. Um, I was gonna say, what is it a clone of? <laughs> yeah, the tilt controls actually don't suck completely, mm. and that's a good thing because that's the only way that you can play the game, which is frustrating. Yeah, but they actually don't suck that much. Um, the 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 visuals for a tablet game, and it it should be qualified because you get visuals like this on consoles and PC like nobody's business. But yeah, and even even on even on Vita and 3DS, like nothing on tablets can hold a candle to them. Well, yeah, I should say nothing on tablets can hold a candle to Vita. There's some yeah, tablet okay. games that, that can definitely outdo the 3DS on a technical standpoint, but none mm-hmm. of them have the artistic capabilities that like well seasoned console developers have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes for Riptide. Like, like if you look too closely at the character models, they look really shitty, but like the water, which is the most important part, looks great. And like, there's some nice, like, oh, water splashed on the camera effects. Yeah. Um, asphalt. The more and more I look at it, uh, it's Asphalt Seven. It's probably the best playing of the tablet games that I have. It lets you use touch uh, touch screen wheel, and that actually feels kind of okay. Hmm. But the frame rate stutters pretty poorly, even on my new tablet, which is better than the old one, like hardware wise. And like, there's seams kind of everywhere. And, like, there are these kind of low-res textures on the buildings and on, like, you know, the walls and stuff. So, like, you look closely. It's one of those things where if you look really closely, it looks like shit. If you don't look too closely, you're still bothered a little bit by it, but you're more impressed by the fact that you're going pretty fast. Hmm. But it is ruined by the choppy frame rate. Uh, Which is a shame because, mechanically, it's the best playing of them. Then you got Need for Speed Most Wanted, which I got for 99 cents. Um, The touchscreen... Yeah, it kind of was... I, I didn't really want to get it. I didn't get it, but uh, tell me about it. Well, the fun thing is that it links with your Origin account, and I have Need for Speed Most Wanted on PC as well. So I don't necessarily think that your progress saves across, but like your accomplishments, I think, do. So Interesting. Insof- insofar as you broadcasting, yo, this is the shit that I did. Here are the points that I've earned. I think that aggregates across all platforms because the Vita and the PS3 versions do that as well, and I think that also does it with PC. So, like, because Need for Speed Most Wanted is linked to your Origin account as far as that stuff goes, and not just the game that you're that that you own, that's a pretty cool prospect. And for ninety nine cents, I like why not just give it a try? Visually, it's great on on a tablet. It looks really great. Um. It it obviously it's not on par with a console version, but it's it's it you know it definitely looks better than Asphalt. Um, frame mm-hmm. rate's somewhat smoother, but the touch screen wheel is for me is so wonky that I actually turned it back on to the tilt controls, which are still shit. But oh, they are. Yeah, okay. but like it's less shit than the other shit. You know, because yeah, so. I have um, Need for Speed Shift, and that um, I believe is the touch screen wheel is bleh. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, I have Wild Blood now, and Wild Blood seems like it's like like a God of War wannabe type of like hack and slash. 
uh, build your character with like, you know, with power ups type of thing, and no good. Like no good. That okay. So so that and backstab. Okay, it's this is me being a little superficial, but it's very difficult for me to look at those games and be like, these are these are well made games. <laughs> In terms of, uh, not like in terms of visuals, but in terms of mechanics. No, in terms of visuals. Like, I, uh. I, and this is, again, this is purely a product of the times, and like, they just might not have, you know, the budget for whatever, but it's game loft, right? So you know they're yep. a little bit, eh. Yeah. I got the same feeling after having played something like God of War 3, something like Warhammer, Space Marine, all these action games on these current platforms, looking at Wild Blood and Backstab visually, I got the same feeling I got when I played Twilight Princess and then tried to go back and play Ocarina of Time. Mm. Of, this does not cut it anymore. I'm not a graphics whore, but there's certain points at which it becomes too jarring. Like, because something like Quake moves so fast in terms of, like, the frenetic action, like, I can go back and play Quake because it still feels good to play. This type of game is so generic at this point and so commoditized that unless you... Unless it feels so absolutely perfect, like God of War, like Ninja Gaiden, like Devil May Cry do at this stage in the game, if your game doesn't feel like that, then it's got to look really good for anyone to care. And if it doesn't look that good, then what's the point? Like, it, it neither feels good, feels good nor looks good. Um, yeah, and it, it's again ninety nine cents. I just wanted to see how far <laughs> they've come. You didn't uh, play fifteen minutes and take it back. No, because you know I, I, I I'm willing to try it a little more to see if I'm wrong because there is progre- there is character progression in there. There is built character building in there, and I'm okay. never going to just drop a game that that you know that 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 you know promises that a little bit. I'll, so I'll give it another chance. Backstab, I only saw a little bit of it. Um, y- you were the one who told me it was kind of like Assassin's Creed, and, it, and, and I can definitely see that there. But mm-hmm. like, it just it also that also just feels wonky and just like, bleh. And yeah, the battle is quite wonky. I don't know. It, it it's it's not there yet. And you know, I saw this thing on CNET where the guy was like, who is clearly an Apple fanboy, like no bones about it, mm-hmm. and he was just like. The iPod Touch is the best portable gaming system on the market now because it could do everything. And why would you need buttons when touchscreen controls for for action games work perfectly fine? And no, they don't. They don't. Like if you think that, then you don't. If you, I'm not saying you're wrong if you feel that they're good enough for you. But if you feel that they're good enough for you, then you clearly don't care about more intense games anymore. And that's fine. That's your market. That's what you're in the market for. That's you're that part of that audience, and that's okay. But don't write an article telling me that there's no reason that you should have buttons on your consoles or or on your handhelds. Like it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Maybe someday in the future, when when touchscreen advances and haptics advance, but no, like it is not there. Um, and you're, you know, I think you're kidding yourself if you think that you can have an Assassin's Creed experience, for example feel as good as it does as it currently does on a touchscreen only handheld you cannot it, it, it the technology has not advanced that far and i'll say it again if you think that that's okay then that simply means that you don't care about games like assassin's creed anymore and you don't care about them enough to ha- want them to feel the right way and that's okay just don't tell me that like 
this stuff that that the stuff that you and I like the the things with buttons are irrelevant. Like that 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 pisses me off. Wild Blood and Backstab are two shining examples because they're they come from a a publisher and developer that is long known for mobile games and they've been in this industry and they can't get it right. <laughs> Either that or they just really suck. I mean, it could be that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe <clears throat> they may infringe if they get too close. Because well, they're, they're not making their own games. They're just copying off other people's ideas. Yeah, but can you really infringe if you're just saying, look, I just want to make the game feel competent? You no. know what I mean? It's, it's not a matter of like where the, what the buttons they're using and what game mechanics. Are they. It's li- literally a matter of how, how good does this feel to actually control? And by that standard, that's what I'm talking about. That doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, Wild Blood could be like the the worst, most derivative like hack and slash with no no character progression. But as long as it played smoothly, like the buttons, not the buttons, but the see there are no buttons. <laughs> as long as it just felt good to play, I would be less stern about it. But it doesn't, and and it's like tablets are great for things like scramble with friends where you need like to make swiping motions really quick, and you need that touch interactivity. Tablets are great for things that consoles can't do. Tablets are great for things that Vita and for 3DS probably can do better but just aren't at this point in time. Mm-hmm. But don't tell me that like you could put God of War on there and it'll be fine because it won't. Like I've come very close to trying Street Fighter on iPad but I'm like you know what I don't want to ruin my memory of of indestructible. Well, which is already ruined. <laughs> But that's the minor stuff. Rant over. Um, Torchlight. Late bloober on this one. I'm starting to enjoy it a can't little more. I can't believe he's playing it. Huh? I said I can't believe he's playing it. Yeah. But the thing the thing that I really disliked about Diablo and Diablo 2 was it's just clicking. And I felt like there was really nothing to kind of explore. Um, Diablo 2 less so because, you know, obviously it had a bigger world. And mm-hmm. I know I'm in the minority on this. Uh, there's a lot of classes and stuff that, you know, I, but I just feel, I felt, I felt at, at a certain point, I was like, I didn't want to deal with it anymore. Mm. You know, the thing that kind of like I liked about Titan Quest was kind of journeying across the land and then messing around with like inserting runes into into your weapons and, and armor and like in- expanding the abilities of your weapons and armor. And then like the tech trees were more interesting to me at that point because, you know, the standards had changed and they were doing yes, more. There was a lot of complexity in the tech trees in Titan yeah. Quest. And I like that. And everything about that continues in Torchlight except for the exploration, which really disappointed me at first and is still a little annoying. Going to town, back into the dungeon, back into town, back into the dungeon, back into town, mm-hmm. back into the dungeon feels like menial labor. And that's what bothered me most about the first Diablo. Yeah, but, and this really resembles the first Diablo in terms of that type of play structure. Right, the cadence of it. Mm. But, you know, playing around with the loot is a little bit more interesting this time around. And there's less, you know, th- obviously D- Diablo is like, what, 15 years old by this point? Yeah, it came out in 96. Yeah, so 16 years old at this point. So things have advanced, and maybe it was just a matter of, let's get rid of the whole Tetrising your inventory, you know, type of thing, and, and, and make something simpler and just, you know, 
it's it's uh, it's less of a chore to me than Diablo was. It's only somewhat okay. of a chore. And the reason why I'm still trying to stick with as much of Torchlight as possible, Torchlight as possible, is well, the answer to that is when I tell you what I bought on the Steam sale. But uh oh, um, so that's Torchlight. I heard Torchlight Two is much better. We'll get to that in a second too. Yeah, uh, I heard that too. S- Super Mario 3D Land. I beat it, but I didn't beat it. Oh. Uh. There is a very difficult bonus level that you can unlock by doing certain things in that game. That bonus level is, well, suffice it to say, after we finished the podcast recording last time, I was on the D- uh, on the 3DS for about an hour and a half trying to beat that one level. Oh, boy. Nope, did not do it. Super frustrated, did not do it. So for now, I'm retiring that game. I'm saying that I have, quote, end quote, beaten it. Great game. Everyone with the 3DS should play it. Get past the first half, which is a little eh, like we like we spoke about, like I told you last time. Mm-hmm. Just persevere because it gets a lot better. Um, th- th- that is the game that I would recommend over a new Super Mario Brothers game at this point in time. Um, if 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 you were to give me a choice, um, but you should get all of them anyways. Like they're they're all varying levels of good. I mean, it's it's just whether or not you're sick of it. Uh, the big stuff. Big, 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 big stuff now. Spec Ops The Line, I got that on the Steam sale. Um, I'll go over that in a second uh, for $10. Because um, I heard it was one of those games where you should experience it for the narrative that they put forth. And um, it's a very pretty game. It takes place in Dubai, so there's, like, sand everywhere. And <laughs> you can shoot out windows. Like, there, there's sandstorms everywhere, and sand piles up against windows, and if you shoot them out, sometimes you can get a sand avalanche to take out your enemies. That's pretty cool. That's um, pretty cool. And it looks great. It really does look great. Um, voice acting is fine. Nolan North, some guy I've never heard of, <laughs> is in this game. I'm kidding, of course. Um, he does it, you know, obviously he does his decent job. It's a typical, other than that, is a typical third-person military shooter that plays like first person it's a cover based thing you've there's nothing special about it from the gameplay standpoint if someone wants to say that this game does so many things different about the mechanics of of of, you know shooting and like no you've played this game before you will play it again uh it's to the point where it feels like whack-a-mole because the ai isn't especially great they just throw a lot of enemies at you so it is whack-a-mole. It's not like gear- Gears, I feel like they really do a good job of trying to flank you and like outmaneuver you and stuff like that. Gears, I always felt super engaged. Yeah. And in this game, I always feel like I could just hide there and be like, boom, shoot, 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 and you know, just be fine. Um, the real thing that comes in with the narrative is is like what I hear is that like you slowly go crazy. Hmm. And okay. it's it, you know it's one of those post traumatic stress or current traumatic stress because you're in the thick of it, like the horrors of war. A lot of people have cited Heart of Darkness, that type of thing, um, mm. and that's got me interested in seeing like you, you taking yourself through this journey and how it affects the people within that journey. Um, so like the thing I heard and the thing I'm doing is just set it on easy and just enjoy the ride. Um, and like, the, oh, yeah. sorry, go ahead. Um, I was going to. Um... Maybe this will be for next cast, but there was an article I read about playing games on easy mode uh, on Kotaku, which was actually rather interesting. I I thought it was going to be one of those like, you know, typical Kotaku type of like throwaway articles. articles. Yeah, yeah, but it was actually a a really good read. Um, just about 
someone who is like me who will play a game on a difficult the hardest level because that's what they play on and then it turns into this kind of oh i've got something to prove i'm not going to play this game on easy type of thing yeah and then it's a girl and she winds up um you know playing like i think it was hitman right whatever hitman game it was but she played on easy and then she started like taking advantage of the fact that it was easy to make the game fun in a different way so she she mentioned that like she was throwing radios at the enemies and she was realizing how much how potent radios are in comparison to guns and like you throw the radio at like an enemy it'll bounce off and they'll like shoot at the radio or something oh or you can distract enemies and do something, and they're they're just like looking at the radio as if it's a real enemy, and you can sneak past them or something like that. But um, you enjoying the game on easy is like in you know in one of those kind of alternatives. Like really, I'm not going to play the game and be stuck on it when I really want to experience the narrative. Right. That and that that is a primary motivation for me doing this on Spec Ops because I heard that the gameplay was rote and. The games that I care about, I will play at least on the default difficulty, if not more. Like, Gears, I think, was challenging enough on its, like, default, like, more difficult difficulty. So I wasn't mm-hmm. going to go and play it over again on Insane. Like, I I feel that that's just, like, I feel it's insane. Yeah. I mean, that's why they call it that. But it's like, like, the designers crafted a challenge the way they saw fit, and I will play the designer's challenge. And that's, like, I don't feel the need to... And people are like, oh, if you don't play Halo on Legendary, you're not playing it. And I'm like, you know what? Go go stick a thumb up your ass. Like, go go with your <laughs> Halo elitism and go away. Like, they designed it as... If, they, if, if that's the case, then they should have designed it to be default on Legendary. Yeah. Period. Like the end. It. Like, uh, don't don't give me that elitist crap about, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Halo. More like Galo, man. No. Mm. Um, Galo Mountains or whatever. But, um... Yeah, I, I reached this first decision point where I had to either save someone who was critical to my mission or save civilians. And, like, I, that's where my checkpoint is, so I haven't decided exactly where I want to go with it yet. But I don't know what impact it'll have on the story yet or my squad. But the fact that, like, you know, in this kind of linear first-person shooter, like, they're putting you in that dramatic situation, which actually takes me back to The Walking Dead in terms of, like, mm-hmm. shit, what should I do? I think it's pretty cool. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. I don't expect it to be like Mass Effect where like, if you save this guy, you'll be taken <laughs> on this completely different mission and level up your guns. And No, but... But the ending is going to be exactly the same. Yeah, but like in terms of just like your inner turmoil, what you should do, what you think is more important, you know, playing the game as you would if you were making your own decisions. I think that's what's compelling about it. <clears throat> Which brings me to The Walking Dead. You said you're halfway through episode two? Something like that. Oh, man. I don't know if it's halfway. I don't even remember where I am. I blazed through this quote-unquote game, and I put it in scare quotes because I know a lot of people like to make fun of it as not being a game. Mm. I blazed through that in like two and a half days. Wow. I went through chapter one and two, I think, in the same night, and then three, and then four and five. Mm. Um, Putting aside the whether or not it is a game or not argument, it's a game. First of all, it's a game. It is not a very. It's not a game that you play very much of, but it is a game. As as much as Phoenix Wright is a game, you don't play very much of Phoenix Wright. Most of the game takes place in your head, but it yep. is a game. 
So let's get that out of the way. I know people are like, why does it win Game of the Year, stupid Spike TV? This is probably the first time they've done something good. And I'm not talking about the Game of the Year award going to that game, but as more as like, I've heard that it was much more understated, it was more of a civil affair, and it wasn't like a, yo, um, Jamie Kennedy's gonna come out and make some teabag jokes. Like, it was, mm-hmm. it was like a good, like, decent show. And I, I, you know, kudos to them for that. That's good. And Walking, Walking Dead won that Game of the Year, and people are like, it's not a game! Shut up. Go away. Go play Halo on Legendary. Um, <laughs> but it, you know, for all of that, like it, it's still as a piece of fiction, as a piece of entertainment, as 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 a piece of media. Um, it really, really drew me in, mostly because of the kind of indigo prophecy mentality of yo, you have to make the choices of what to say here, and we're not going to give you a whole lot of time to say it. Oh, by the way, silence is also an option. So yeah, if you want to come off as like a complete dick and just quiet, not, 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 I shouldn't say a dick because silence doesn't necessarily mean that. But if, if you're too indecisive to say anything, like the game will move on without you. So you either decide to be indecisive or you say something. And like every, almost at every turn, there are these dilemmas that come at you in the face. And it's not like they're super realistic, but they're totally believable in the sense that you would find this type of thing in any movie, any television show, any book, any kind of dilemma. It's not like a super bombastic like, Oh, you have to cut off your nose in order to save this girl. What do you do? No, but mm-hmm. they're more believable. They're more well-grounded, as grounded as a zombie story can be. Yeah. Um, I think the voice acting is terrific. Voice acting is really and good. That's and that's necessary. Yeah, that is necessary for this type of game, which is completely story-driven and very very little driven by the mechanics. Um, yeah. I, and the difference – the thing, though, is there are games where you're like, this is not a game. I would rather watch it. This is one of those games where I thought this looks great. I would be just as happy sitting watching someone playing it and experiencing it them with them. Experiencing wow, experiencing it with them. What did I just say? Experiencing them with them at them. Something like Jesus that. I don't Christ. Even know. Oh my God! It's too early. No, it's one. It's too late. Um, oh, it's one. Jesus. You know what that means? Oh my God! Lunchtime. Austin, it's one. What does that mean? That means the Steam sale Holy has shit. refreshed. What's ooh ooh ooh? What's new? <laughs> um, Let's see. Um, Grand Theft Auto franchise. Ooh, Skyrim. You don't have Skyrim yet? No, because I'm not paying thirty dollars for it. Was it like? Because I got Oblivion. I gotta get through I that. This one. Oh yeah. It's still thirty, but I mean, everybody yeah, else 30. should get it for thirty dollars. Everybody else should get it for thirty dollars. No, 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 no bones about it. Um, Payday the Heist Grand Theft Auto franchise. Um, but I have everything, so I'm fine. Yeah. Um, what's and this? Half Bioshock stuff franchise pack. I already have both of them. Um, what else? Um, the Witcher Two, which I was stupid and bought for full price by accident, almost. But like, I mean, by all rights, I hear it's something that one should have anyway. Gal yeah. Civ franchise for six twenty four. I don't even know what this it's is. It's like a strategy, like expands, expand, expand, blur game. Expand. Galsiv. Um, yeah, it's a 4X game, I think. Mm. Oh, it's a turn-based strategy game. I can't believe that Vice City. Vice City's 250. San Andreas is 374. Oh, but you know what? I'd rather I'd rather buy it on iPhone and Android for six dollars with shitty controls. <laughs> yeah, cause that, cause, cause that's the way to play games. Yeah, sorry, cynicism. Um, but yeah, um, The Walking Dead. 
I was saying that it's one of those things that I could just watch and, and like totally think it's riveting and enjoy it. I don't think so. Like I think that's what lends credit to it as you have to play it. You can't just dismiss it. Like you have to play it and, and absorb it instead of just watch someone else play it because you have to make the choice. And yeah. and there's certain there's certain action sequences. Mechanically the game is kind of shitty, but it's good enough where um it's good enough where you can manage through it and like there there there's situations where I'm sure you've gone through where um you have to reach for something and like there's a zombie coming for you and you have to mm-hmm. you have to click on it to get it right so there's that little frantic moment of like mechanically you have to actually do something yeah or like a zombie's attacking you and you got to like you know reach for something and kill it and it gives you that tension where you have to keep pressing the e key or something and you're reaching for it yeah and like on its face it's just like great i'm just mashing the e button but like when you're into it and you're not really thinking about it you're like, it's kind of like in Phoenix, right? When you're in the middle of a case and you're like, well, all I'm doing is like scrolling through items, but like, it's like the fucking case is on the line and you have to put this guy away and like your brain is like, okay, what do I do here? What is it? What is it? And then, then it falls apart when it's just like, okay, it's this really stupid solution, but that's, that's different. It, mm-hmm. What I mean is just when you, when a game pulls you in that much, you forget about the shitty part of it. If it's not offensive enough, you'll forget about it. And in The Walking True. Dead, un- the shooting parts are bad, but everything I don't else. Remember. <laughs> yeah, is they, there shooting in? One yeah, they're, two? they're shooting. There's first person shooting. It's pretty bad. Oh wait, no. But is it in? Um, wait, is first person shooting? Yeah, like it's not like you're walking around shooting. It's just like a light gun type thing where you you, you just see your gun and they're coming at you. Okay, but it's from the first person view. Was it in episode one at all? Uh, y- yes. The very okay, first it must have been that brief, like the, yeah. in the beginning, where you have to go and get the gun, and then like he's coming the, up on you, you're against the yeah. car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was actually kind of gripping because of the um, the proximity of everything. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You're absolutely, I absolutely agree with you. It is gripping, but like for me personally, the mechanic of it was a little wonky. It wasn't wonky enough because you know that was just one guy, and mm. it was one shot, and it was very quick. But you you get to certain places where they emphasize it a little bit more for a few more seconds and it's just like uh can i invert mouse please no okay mm. i mean that's not the only reason why it's kind of bad it feels loosey-goosey too but it you know um okay. but because you know me like i'm not just i'm not a story guy primarily even though like i was ridden by this game i can't be like yo this is this would definitely have been my game of the year if i had played a lot of these games but what it did do was make me appreciate completely story driven games a lot more mm. in, in in the sense that in the sense that like i like i will like it got that is what got me to play spec ops oh not okay. that spec ops is story driven necessarily all the way but it is kind of story driven and because the rest of the game is mediocre all there is is story and it made me say, okay, I want to explore this story. I want to see what it's all about. It's not going to make me say at the end of the day if like the story is good but the gameplay was still boring to me. I'm not going to go out and say, yo, Spec Ops is a great game. Like I'm not going to say that because that game is still – like to play that game, it's still heavily reliant on playing a game where, 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 the, where The Walking Dead kind of strips all that away. Adventure games traditionally strip most of that away. It's just puzzles then. So mechanically, mm-hmm. you're not really doing that much. You know what I mean? Like, if The Walking Dead tried to implement a whole lot of different video gamey game mechanics and have you do a lot of different shit, 
and it did it poorly, but the story is great, then I'd be like, story is great, but the game needs a lot of work. As it is... Right, because there's a lot of gameplay elements that are kind of crappy. Exactly. As it is, The Walking Dead is mostly point-and-click adventure, which, as we already know, is not very much gameplay to begin with. It's just puzzle-solving, and then occasionally that bad first-person shooting, which doesn't happen enough to make me dislike the game. That That's basically where I'm going with that. But that's mm-hmm. what that game did for me. Like, And, and now like I, I went and I bought Binary Domain for $6 because I heard that's a game that you should put on easy and experience. Really? I would have never done that before I played The Walking Dead. <laughs> Your oh, paradigm is shifting. It's snowing now. Well, my paradigms are shifting insofar as what I want to play. They are not mm-hmm. shifting as far as what I consider good or bad. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what um, I mean. You're, you're, the types of games that you're playing and right. the, the way you're playing them, right, 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 is uh, changing. Right. And 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 for as staunch as I've been for my entire life, I think that's pretty remarkable for one game to do. And 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 I think that that's that's what sells me on The Walking Dead is the fact that it made me do this. It made me change in this way, and it's a fantastic experience in its own right. Makes and, and oh boy, what a great marketing tool it is! Because now more than ever, I want to get into the graphic novel and the show. Mm-hmm. You know, those have been around forever, and I'm like, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. I played it, and now I'm like, shit. Well, I'll tell I really you this much: the show uh, they're doing a New Year's marathon. Uh, oh boy, oh of boy. the first two seasons. I th- I don't know if they're doing a black and white one or not then, but they're doing the first two seasons, and then uh, they're probably gonna do. A recap of season three, part one, in late January, because in snow. February season three, part two is going to begin. Oh, okay, yeah, I got, I got, wow. I got catch and up you know, it, there's so much I have to catch up on. <laughs> it's crazy because um, when season three, part one ended, uh, the beginning of December. I was like, oh my god, how am I going to wait two months for the rest of Walking I, Dead? I, I, and you know what? It's literally a month away now. I'm, a month and a half. I'm going to do what I do for most TV series and just wait till it comes out on Netflix. Cause, uh, like, not, not, I know Walking Dead is on Netflix, but I'm not mm. going to catch up to it to, to watch it live. Mm-hmm. Because that's Well, it's like actually not show. that long. That's the thing. Like The first season is only seven episodes. Uh, sorry, six episodes. The first season is six episodes. The second season is 13. But... The first part is seven episodes, and the second part is uh, but, six. I mean, what I mean is I don't want to wait. So I want to wait till the show's over. Uh, I don't know if the show's going to be over. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, I got to catch up, but I don't. Like, I always, mm. like, that's what I, at first I was like, I don't want to catch up because I could just wait. Now I still don't want to, but I kind of do because of oh, the game. Oh, okay. Because of the game. It's making me rethink what I want to do with mm-hmm. the show in the graphic novel. Um, I think, let me see. Walking Dead... 18 hours in total. Yeah. Um, well, if you include... Um, oh, that's only season one and two. No, 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 no. I meant the game. It took me 18 hours oh, to oh, oh, play oh. through it. Um, wow. Really? Yeah. Which is long, I think. Yeah, because from... I think that the each episode, theoretically, is about two, two and a half hours long. Or maybe Ye- three. Yeah. I talk to everybody. I mm. walk around, you know. So. You didn't replay anything to do any other options, right? Mm. No, I did not replay anything. Um, it, I, I, there, there, there were times I think where I idled, like I was watching, not watching, but I was, I might have been doing something else at the same time, like emailing mm-hmm. or whatever, and like I would idle. Um, <laughs> yeah, my my play time is two hours, and I'm in the middle of episode two. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if I, if I, yeah, because episode one is like short, but if I alt tab yeah. out of the game, does the timer still run? On Steam. Yeah, as long as the game is running. Okay, the so then that's why. Be because I've alt tabbed out of it a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like I actually turned it on at lunchtime once when I was at, when I was working from home. I turned it on at lunchtime, and then like an email came in for work, and so like I you know oh, okay. out of it, yeah, the, and, I'll tab out, and took a look at it to see if it was urgent, and if it was, I would answer it, and then I turned back to it. You know what I mean? So it's that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. Uh, Great job on it winning game of the year from some from from at least the VGAs and like I know it's the top game on a lot of people's lists. I I, I think, you know, I think it's yeah. a great accomplishment for Telltale. Um, I don't I, I never played Back to the Future. I forget overall how you feel about it. Good, bad. Well, Back okay. to the Future is good, but it's you know mm-hmm. the difference between Walking Dead and all the other games is that Back to the Future and Sam and Max those are um, adventure games with serious like puzzles and a lot of solving through and, and stuff through. Like that. Gotcha. So, yeah. Yeah. They're not so like can... all about the story and the character relationships. Right. Okay. So you can get stuck in those games yeah. and you know trying to get solve a puzzle and like trying to figure out well am I supposed to bring something to somebody to do something to do yeah. something else? You know how adventure games are. Yeah. And I will say Telltale has this episodic shit like down. Like they've had yeah. it down for years now and this this is just exemplary. Like this is just mm-hmm. the example that you look at. Um Especially when compared to, hey, where's Half Life Two Episode Three? Oh yeah. <laughs> like really, <laughs> thanks, thanks Ralph. Um, hey, everybody, look into this uh, little tube I have in my hand. Hmm. Meta Black. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You forget everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, like Half Life Two Episode Two was so fucking good, and it pisses me off that we can't see Episode Three. I, like I don't know what they're doing. They're busy buying companies. They're busy buying Dota. Thanks. Yeah, and trying to get that out of beta. God. Um, okay, so I guess the last thing that I've been playing is the Steam sale. Let's run the down. The sale itself? Yeah. What What did I buy this month? Here's the list. Jade Empire, Dawn of War 2. That's a Warhammer strategy game. Torchlight 2, mm-hmm. which I said You got earlier. the whole thing? Hmm? The whole Dawn of War? Because they had a franchise sale on it. I can't remember. It's just whatever was $10. Oh, then it was probably the whole thing. Okay. It's like eight games. I, I was like, I really want it, but I'm not going to be able to play it. I don't, so it might have been it. on a Flash sale and not the franchise sale, and I, I don't really care because it's fine. Like, I think I'm getting the same value out of it, but I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, well, for $10, I'm pretty sure it was, it was Dawn of War 1, Dawn of War 2, the expansion, and all the DLC. Uh, let me check. Dawn of War... Hi, Isaiah. <laughs> Dawn of War... Dawn of War. Dawn of War. Is this Dawn of War 2? The Dawn of War 1. Um, Man, who makes that again? <laughs> THQ? Uh, THQ and um, Relic. Is it Relic? Mm. Yeah, it's Relic. Well, uh, it's I was Relic. looking for a publisher to see. No, I don't have I don't have War to, uh, Dawn of War 1. It wasn't a oh, franchise okay. pack. Like, I got it on a flash sale that wasn't the franchise pack. It, again, uh, I'm, I'm fine. Oh, it was a flash sale, yeah. not one of the main, yeah. main sales. So Jade Empire, special edition for $3.74. Because $0.74. <laughs> Dawn of War 2 mm-hmm. for 10 Torchlight 2 for 10 Dishonored for 30 because I wanted to... Like, that was the one that I was most interested in this generation of, in, in playing. Aside yeah. from Walking Dead. I'm going to try and probably wait till next year to get yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to... That's probably going to be the next PC game I play. Okay. Uh, after Spec Ops The Line. Um... Splinter Cell Double Agent for two fifty because I gave my friend my Xbox three sixty copy and I never saw it again. Mm. Um, I I decided to round out my Prince of Persia collection and I got Warrior Within and Sands of Time for two fifty each because the GameCube version of Sands of Time has shitty audio and I sold that mm. anyways. Yeah, did. I don't know that I'm gonna play it. I just want to have that collection and at two dollars yeah. fifty cents, that's like a coffee and I don't drink coffee every day, so who cares? <laughs> Stalker Call of Pripyat. I need to play the first Stalker, but I bought oh. this anyway. Three dollars seventy four cents. 
<laughs> it, it indie game called Fly In F L Y apostrophe N five dollars. Okay, I, I, it just looks really intriguing from the from the video. Binary domain six dollars and twenty four cents. The universe sandbox for two dollars and fifty cents. Okay, because not so much as a game, but just to like fuck around with planets and stuff. That looks really cool. Like you basically make your own galaxies and like create them and then destroy them and do it all over again. Like it's just a toy, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know that I consider it a game, but I did get it on Steam sale. Spec Ops the Lion for ten nineteen. Uh, Kotor two for ten for two fifty. Ten. That was really? too much. I think I missed that one. Yeah, Kotor two is two fifty. Oh, that was a flash sale. Sonic CD for two fifty. Oh man, I completely ignored all the Sonics. So yeah, like, I, I really yeah. want to do it, but I'm not. Well, CD Sonic CD in particular, I want it because I heard that is like the best one. Yeah, it's a really good game. Um, and I never played it. Mark of the Ninja for seven fifty. Retro City Rampage for seven fifty or seven forty four or whatever. Tropico Four for six dollars because. I don't know what I'm doing to myself. I don't know why I'm an idiot. Oh my gosh! Will you ever play <laughs> Tropical Four? I I will never play. Probably seventy five percent of this library. Although I intend I'm, to, I probably never will get around to it. But considering that the amount of money that I spend on the amount, the quantity of games that I play from this library, if I bought them on consoles, mm-hmm. I would probably spend more money. Oh, poor kid. He 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 said that I'm not going to play all these games, but I will. I pro- I, I promise to him, I will at least touch Who? every one of these. Who him? Yeah, the one that's crying because he wants to drink. He's greedy. He wants to drink. He's one. Yeah. No drink. <laughs> whatever water. Oh, is. not alcohol. Okay, good. You are a good. Fun. Why would he want to drink alcohol? <laughs> it just sounded like it the way you said it. Like he's crying because he wants to drink. Um, Alan Wake American Nightmare for three seventy four because I bought Alan Wake last year for seven dollars. I can't even hear you now. Oh, Alan Wake American Nightmare for three seventy four. Okay. Because why I, Alan Wake American Skateland? Because <laughs> <laughs> because I bought Alan Wake last year for seven dollars and I figure I'd round out the pack even though I haven't played Alan Wake at all. Mm. FTL you know here's here's what's really funny all these indie games that are on sale like FTL like Flyin are more expensive than like big name console and PC games from like a few years ago that's what's Very so great true. about these sales <laughs> like uh, Binary Domain came out this year on Xbox 360 for like $30 oh goodness I got it for $6.24 this is why this ruins me um I'm not done. Driver San Francisco for seven dollars fifty cents. Oh wow! Just Cause Two for three seventy four. So that's a total of twenty one yeah, games for th- twenty one games for one hundred and thirty five dollars, which is an average of six forty six dollars and forty three cents per game, as opposed oh, to if I had just sorry. gone out and bought Dishonored in like November or October or whenever it came out for yeah, like, you paid sixty bucks for whatever console. It would at least be. Well, Dishonored, actually, I paid $30 for it, so that doesn't count. I should say, right. like, any of these... Spec Ops Align, had I bought it when it came out, you know, that would have mm. been 30 or 40 But all these games, like, a lot of these games... That, uh, Driver San Fran, when it first came out, I think was 30 at least, maybe 60 No, don't, you don't have, sorry. You don't have to give it back to him. It's just that... That crying is annoying. Give him Retro right. City Rampage. Retro City Rampage. Yes. 744. You should get you know, it. No, no. You know what? You should. You should. Mm-hmm. 
give Isaiah Retro City Rampage. The first thing no. he plays is that. So that when he plays it, he's like, what do all these things mean? And then you can be like, well, let no. me show you. And then you hand him an NES controller. No. Because that's good parenting. Give that's him a violent, awesome parenting. Just give him an, the ultra-violent Where you can run people over in a car. And stomp on their heads. Oh, man. Um, but yes, yeah, Steam, thank you. Um, yeah, I just threw something in my cart, and I'm kind of fighting. What'd you What'd uh, you throw in? The Transformers War for Cybertron, the first one. It's oh. five dollars. I heard story. I heard story wise for a Transformers geek, that's pretty good. I heard it was a pretty decent game in and of itself. Oh, but I was I was this close to torturing myself and putting Dark Souls in there, but a it's not cheap enough, and b I'm still not ready for it. And c it's not really that good of a port. I heard it's they've probably... been very active about fixing it, though. Oh, they have? Because I remember the controls, they, they were, like, oh. terrible control options, especially for keyboard and mouse. Oh, that's no good. But then, you know, that was when it first came out, so they probably did fix it. But, oh, I'll um, so. um, That's my Steam sale. I think I think victory all around. I mean... Certainly. It's, it, it's getting to the point where a lot of the deals that I want, I already have. And to me, that's a good sign, because it means mm-hmm. that I've been able to get all the games that I've been interested in, but have been waif- waffling on, beca- wavering, waffling on, because I didn't want to pay sixty dollars, and now they're available to me, you know. And yeah, I've, I've paid at most fifteen dollars for most of them. Like Dishonored, okay, is an exception. I paid thirty dollars, but that's something that I'm literally going to get into like next week. Right, right, right. Um, so that's something completely different. This is this is more like archiving for, for for posterity, and like I just don't have the room for physical shit anymore, and I wouldn't want physical shit that costs sixty dollars anyway. You know. True. If Giant Bombs Game of the Year recap day four is any indication, I do not want physical copies anymore in my shelves. Watch it. Watch that recap. Um, like, Wait, it, it, what? It, 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 huh? What recap? Day four, Giant Bomb Game of the Year. Oh, oh, oh. Why would you put this there? <laughs> Why would you put this there? Like, Why would you put that it's, there? It's a little sad because I like having stuff on shelves. Like, I, I still have Me that too. vanity of, like, saying, yo, check this out. It's not the same when I can't, like, go into my monitor and pull out a pixel and say, this is my game. Yeah. At the same time, though. A lot though, of pixel. Yeah. At the same time, though, just being able to, like, get on my laptop somewhere else in the world and plug it in and be like, yep, it's still here. And I don't have to lug everything around. So I don't, like, I don't want everything to go all digital, but I do. You know what I mean? Like, Pete's already, Pete's been on board with this a long time ago. Ethan was already on board with this. I'm still not on board, but I, like, for my, like, if, if I lived, okay, in, like, I don't know, a place where I could have a big house for cheap, and I could have a vault, and I was super rich, then I would buy physical copies of everything and have them in the vault for posterity. But that's not the reality that I live in, <laughs> clearly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have to resort to digital, and, and, and I'm fine with that at this point. Like, I'm never going to get rid of every single box. Like, that, that's, the, that, that's, that's the bottom line. Like, I'm never going to get rid of Advanced Wars, D- Dual Strike, or Days of Ruin, for example. Because those are my games for perpetuity. Mm-hmm. But, like... It's one of those things where I don't know, like, why, even though Assassin's Creed 3 was cheaper on Newegg, why I bit when I knew that it was going to come out on PC at some point soon as well. Like, not not like, a, oh, we're going to wait for a few months. 
Like it was going to come out like soon and I didn't bother to do the research on it and I didn't, you know, get it. And now I'm kicking myself because I would have rather played it on because I, like I'll tell you the frame rate problems on the 360 even though they're slight bothered me enough to be like why am I playing it on a console? Like and mm. and, and and that was much like 2 and Brotherhood didn't do that. But I think because 3 is more expansive in the outdoors, it, it like trying to take that all on really bothered me and like I, you, I don't know what but it 3 is. 3 also has like a 60 frame Evelyn a 60 frame Evelyn um, yeah 60 frame Evelyn <laughs> uh it, it it you know the other Assassin's Creed games I think were more around 40 I guess or 30 and this one they try and make it a lot smoother I mean I haven't um seen it slow down yet but I really? could definitely see that the uh, the possibility for this game to slow down because it's trying really, to have a 60 frame lock, but it's not. I never really saw it ever get that high. It's not a cat. It's not a cat? He's not a cat. <laughs> yes, cats are very mean. She's, she's going <laughs> to him. <laughs> but no, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I was... I didn't really detect that, but I, I'll have to look again. Um, but then I don't mm. want to play it again. No. <laughs> oh. no, oh, that sucks. Like, I don't. Like I I I'd, I'd rather like play through 2 and Brotherhood again like those those were the fucking epitome for me man. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah that's uh, for the first time I've had a lot to talk about of what I've been playing and in depth because I beat some games. Yeah. Um I don't know that we have really a oh uh Edu tweeted uh impressions on Spec Ops the Line so I hope that was I hope that answered your question. I you know I just went through it really quickly but yeah. Um, I haven't really gotten deep into it yet. I'm only on chapter six or seven. Shit hasn't gotten super real just yet. Mm. So, fifteen chapters. I'm on chapter seven, two hours through. Short game. I'll get there soon. I'll. I might get there today. Who knows? I might be oh. today or tomorrow. Um. Any 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 anything that you want to talk about? Any news? Any any interesting things that happened recently? In, in there games? is. I um, just don't know if there's enough time really to talk about it. Um. Did you hear about the War Z? Oh, yeah. He just issued a gigantic apology. So that's yeah. like the thing that kind of ripped off of DayZ mod, right? Um, what? That's kind of the thing that ripped off of the DayZ mod, and he promised a whole lot of shit and then didn't deliver it. Yeah. And had to pull it. Well, yeah, I think it's kind of like the DayZ, where um, basically it's an MMO where it's you're in a post-apocalyptic zombie land, and yeah. you could do whatever you want type of thing. But when it released, the day it released, um, like it became the number one game on Steam. And within hours, a patch was released that presented microtransactions. Yeah. And uh, the most significant microtransaction was that if you die, you can wait four hours to get a res, or you can pay the in-game currency to respawn immediately. And people were upset about that, and then people were upset about the fact that it a lot of things in the description were not true. Right, right. Uh, because the game wasn't fully... It, it was still like almost like an, an extended beta. Yeah. So uh, they had to take the game down off of Steam. And, um, you know, people who have it can still play it, but no new people can buy it. Right. And people still like very pissed off at the the the, the guy who made it because... Who he said that to interject really he, quickly was mm. involved with big rigs over the road racing. 
Oh, right. Yes. He was also involved with uh, the game that made Alex Navarro jump out a window. Um, yes. But he said that people were misinformed or That's they, they misinterpreted oh the what the description was and the that nerve. it wasn't really his fault. And he never really took responsibility for um, for the game, you know. It's like it was like for a people being apology. upset with the game. Yes, the nerve. It was like I, I'm sorry out. for for what you thought about the game. Not, it's, I'm it's sorry a typical that customer I said service this. tactic of I'm sorry you feel that way. Yes, I'm sorry you feel that way. That's what it was. Oh, and my uh, God, the nerve. Then he issued this like huge apology, which I think still had the backhanded comments. The nerve of this fucking guy. It, it's. It's it's really interesting. I, it's just interesting because of what the implications for Steam Greenlight, what what those implications are. Because mm. you had because if something gets big, again like off of Greenlight, it could possibly you know people could possibly like try and do the same thing. Are you saying or? Well, just because like, how does Greenlight work? You vote on it. Yeah. And it's almost it it. it not exactly the same, and actually not not very sa- not very much the same at all. But it, it has it has similar implications to something like a Kickstarter, where it's like this thing seems great, and so I'm going to pledge a lot of money to it without seeing actually what it's going to, like what I'm going to get in return, like without you know seeing it seeing proof that it is real. So I'm going to donate some money to this. Likewise, here they're like, yo, we're we're going to have all this shit. Look at this trailer for it. Look at these videos for it. Look at these mm. screenshots. Vote for me to put it on. Vote for us to put it on Steam Greenlight. It gets put on Greenlight. People download it because they're excited. Then they're like, "Dude, what the fuck?" Yeah, you know. So it it, it it it's gets it's got similar shades of the whole like here is a crowdsourced kind of thing that maybe the crowd is either being misled or is voting for the wrong thing. How can you ever say that you're voting for the wrong thing, right? But you know, stuff like this is what I mean. Um, so I don't know. I think it's uh, maybe maybe it's not a big deal at all. But it's just you know, I I I started wondering like, what does it mean for you know these types of of of, of things? Um, oh, and then there was a whole scuttlebutt about like if you look at the assets, he they they stole a lot of the artwork. Like a lot of the artwork is just repurposed, like Walking Dead stuff. Really, and, and like. Uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead stuff. Mm. Like they took That's some bad. Oh, and also pictures from like, from like a zombie con or something like that. Like people, uh-huh. people took pictures of themselves like dressed up in zombie costume. They they would it's the same thing. They would take take it. They would photocrop it. They would like flip it horizontally, and then they would add some more makeup to it, or like touch it up. Because it's really dirty. Mm. Um, yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> All I can say about that. Fucked up. <laughs> well, that's all I oh, have. For oh no 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 the the, discussion. the one the one last thing that I thought was really ridiculous was how he was just like, yo, these aren't legitimate complaints. These are just Daisy fanboys. Oh, he are, said that. Who are bitter? Yeah. Wow. And then they started banning people from the forum left and right. You know, typical ban hammer. Yeah. Uh, Terrible PR, and it, you know this isn't going to be one of those. Oh, people kind of talk him into oblivion kind of situations, but uh, imagine if it was. What are you, you know, talking into oblivion like? You know, um, like how this event would basically um, reduce him to nothing, and it would destroy his company. Oh yeah, 
Well, he's just gonna I'm, like. I'm trying to remember. Like there was a something that happened like that, and somebody said something about a fan or something, and then everybody just kind of mounted this massive offensive and reduced them to. That rubble. sounds familiar. I can't remember what it is. It does. I sound can't familiar. remember either. Um. Yeah, he's just gonna crawl back into his hole, wait for the right time to come back out, and like find something else. Yeah. But yeah, that that I that I thought that was pretty funny though. Um, I got to read the apology now, though. I'm curious to see how like indignant it is. <laughs> Man, people. Sorry. It's okay. You are tired, and I am well. hungry. <laughs> if people want to email us, where should they go? They should go to mailbag at trygames.net. On the internet. Mailbag at trygames.net. That's spelled either mail as in the mailman or mail as in scrotum. That that either works, whatever you like That's better. a shame. What's a shame? That either works. That either works. <laughs> I set it up like I, that I, and I'm I, proud. How many years later, what, ten years later, t- nine years later, and it's still a shame. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago that I set it up. Maybe like four years. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, yes, email us there. You can follow us on Twitter at DRedMage for Al, at Mr. Chupon for me. Um, that's that's Mr. Chupon with an O, not a zero. Um, send in your questions and your comments. What is your game of the year? Uh, and hopefully we'll try to have this up before 2013, but I doubt it. Game of the year. Uh, uh, the... Well, what would your game of the year be? Like I don't know. That's why I'm, I'm like, uh, no, you know, and and like we did last year it, 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 when you saw the cockroach XX. Um, oh man, <laughs> they wouldn't be our real game. Get of the a year stick because a stick, <laughs> a stick. <laughs> um, why is the star in there? What star? Nah. Oh, it's I don't even want to begin to explain. <laughs> Um, but like, it wouldn't be like last year where it was like, oh, you know, I mean, it would be like last year where we just talked about games that we played this year. Yeah. Um, I, mm, not Assassin's Creed 3. <laughs> Let's see. This year, let me go look at my backlog and see what I've played and what I've finished. Because basically, um, that's, that's the only way I'm going to get a game of the year is looking at what I finished. Right. Uh, okay. So, um, Advance Wars. That didn't even come out this year. I know. None of these did. Damn. Uh. Wow. The games that came out this year that I finished were Pokemon Conquest, New Super Mario Bros. Two. Wait, did New Super Mario Bros. Two come out this year? No, it didn't. Yeah. Oh no, yes, it yeah, did in August. August. Yeah. Um, Mighty Switch Force. Mighty Switch Force. Johnny Kung Fu. Uh, oh, that's right. That game exists. Zombie Slayer Dio. Mutant Muds. Kid Icarus. Man, no, I gotta Kid update this Icarus. That's it. Um, I'm not gonna say Kid Icarus, although I I really enjoyed it. I forgot that was this year, man. It feels like so long. Ago. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then other games that I played that came out this year, the Theater Rhythm, uh, AC3, Liberation Maiden, Pushmo, Pushmo came out this year. Space Hammer, that's my Space. game of the year. It was Space Hammer. Warhammer. Warhammer. Oh, 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 right, Space right, right, Marine. right, Space Marine. 
Wait, that didn't come out this year. No, it did not. Wait. Um, no, it didn't. It came out last year. Walking Dead. Walking Dead is it. certainly up there for me. And it actually did come out this year. That's that's the amazing part. I yep. finished it, and it came out this year. Um, oh, I fit. Wait, I finished Condemned this year. You did. January. Oh the no! Of the year. I mistyped it. It should be. It, it said January two thousand eleven, and then I in the in the last update I put January two thousand twelve. I don't know why, so I changed it. Okay. Okay. Typo fixed. Shin Megami um, Tensei Devil Overclock Survivor Survivor Persona. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm gonna be silly and I'm gonna say the game of the year is Street Fighter Cross Mega Man. <laughs> oh shit! I still have to play that. It, it's not really, but it, it's a really cool game. Is it um, basically so? It's basically Mega Man with Street Fighter characters. No, it's Mega Man versus Street Fighter characters. So you go through these levels that are kind of themed after the Street Fighter characters, and then you fight the Street Fighter character at the end, who has like a that, super meter. That's what I meant. I think. Yeah. I I didn't mean. Uh, I like thought you Mega meant Man. like. I, I didn't. I didn't mean that there were no Mega Men's in there. I meant there's Mega Man in there, and he's fighting Shaper. So. My, yeah. My my confusion mistake. Yeah, it, it's just it's just crazy that the the bosses all have super meters. That's funny. And then they actually do supers. Like the screen focuses on them, and then they do the super. That's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome, but it makes them really difficult. Oh, that's not awesome. And I still don't know what the weaknesses are, so uh, it you know like I can't do I can only do like one stage and then I try and do the other stage and I'm stuck. So I try and like I haven't had much time to play, so I'll do one stage. Like it seems like Blanca is one of the easiest to beat with just a Mega Buster. Mm. So I'll beat him. The other person I can beat with the Mega Buster easy is Sea Viper. And Sea Viper is Street Fighter three or four. 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 Crimson Viper. Crimson oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The girl. Um, those are only two people who I can beat just by them. By them. I could probably beat Dalsim, but I need to be patient. He's he's easy. But actually, I did beat Dalsim once with the Mega Buster. But I'm trying to figure out, like, Blanca's ability is you shoot out, like, a watermelon and you get to kick it. <laughs> and I'm trying to understand who I could possibly be because most of the people that you fight jump around all over the place. Um, and then Sea Viper has an optic beam, which I thought would have been good against Rose, but it's ineffective against Rose. Uh, she also likes to reflect your attacks back at you, so... Oh, uh, that's cool. They brought that. Yeah. Um, they, they pretty much do everything they do in Street Fighter. Um, like, Blanca f- jumps and flips around all over the place, and then he does the electricity... Uh, he rolls with the electricity and his super, he hits the ground and the f- you have to jump in time because the whole floor becomes electrified and then these watermelons come out of the sky and he kicks the watermelons, watermelons. at you. I don't know. And Dalsim like teleports all over the place and he does his, you know, moves, um, the, the spinning kick and the spinning headbutt. Uh, oh, like the he drill? Th- shoot- yeah, the drills. And he shoots yoga fl- yoga fires. His super is a yoga flame, which is completely stupid because like it's easy to dodge, right? Just like in Street Fighter. Yeah. Uh, and he extends his arms. Uh, I don't think I fought against anybody. I fought against Ryu. Ryu is he? Oh, he's so cheap. His uh, he shoots fireballs all over the place, and he's got you know slow, medium, and fast ones. Yeah. And so he and changes that up against you. That's really st- he changes up against really you. Faithful. Yeah. I like that. And he has um, Tatsumi Senpukyak, which is com- you, 
it completely is invincible to mega buster shots. Melanie so doesn't believe right that through. that's what he's saying. Hmm? Melanie doesn't believe that that's what he's saying. What, Tatsumon Ketsubokuya? Yeah, because it doesn't sound like it when it comes from the game. Yeah, I know. Duck Duck Dugan is, is what everybody thinks. No, we were walking um, to the subway, and she goes, Arukin. No, she goes, Arukis. I'm like, what's Arukis? Arukis. <laughs> like, that's what the Street Fighter guy says. I'm like, it's not Arukis. But it might oh, as well be. Um, and it, he got he has the Sharukins, and the Sharukins are easy to fight against, but they have the exact same uh, frame invincibility when he first starts to show you oh man really yeah you he's invincible so you can shoot him and he'll like do a move and he'll start to show you can and the bullet will go right through him you're like come on that's really awesome but also assholeish. and his super is um the 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 slow uh five hit fireball oh okay. and then he tosses up fireballs to to make you you know hit the the mega fireball right that's nuts. Um, I haven't fought Chun Li yet, and uh, I haven't fought Relento yet because I haven't been able to get to the end of the stages, and I I couldn't get to the end of. Well, I only get. I didn't really play Urian's stage. Urian's, yeah, sure. Urian. But um, bum. Yeah, and then uh, there's. Uh, I'm gonna do it the way they do it in the soundtrack. Boxers in it, claws in it, uh, dictators in it, and apparently Seth is in it. Who's Boxer and Claw. Barog, Vega, and Bison. Oh, they, that's what... The, oh, the, the names are all changed up. Names them. Yeah, and, but also it's probably what they named them in the... Well, they, they probably localized the names. But, you know, you can get the game in different territories. So I'm right. assuming that because of the soundtrack being independent of territory, they just said Boxer, Claw, Dictator. That's funny. But in the American version, it's probably Barog is the Boxer and... Uh, Vega's the claw, and Bison yeah. is dictator. Yeah, I'm surprised that makes sense. I, I, I see. I see why they did matter. that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you gotta hear if if you hear just one song from this soundtrack, you gotta listen to Relento's song because they throw this ill Heat Man part in it, and then they go into the final fight uh song. I gotta try to it's remember really what Relento's song is. I'll, I'll look it up. But, oh well, my Relen- God, I can't wait to start that. Um, Relento's song is basically um, the uh, uh, final fight stage. Uh, the I think it's Abigail's stage. The the one where you're fighting in the park at night. The second to last stage. Uh, sounds familiar. It's yeah, like um, I- well, the middle part of it is like da 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 da. da yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yeah. It's, that's, it's in that's line the, with what I'm thinking about. And then they throw Heat Man into it. Yeah. I, I was completely like floored by that. <laughs> um. So, congratulations, Mega Man vs. Street Fighter, for a free game, Game of the Year. Free. <laughs> And in uh, close second, Walking Dead, I guess, because I haven't really played it all of it. Ha ha. I it's it's gonna for me it's gonna be between Walking Dead and Super Mario 3D Land. I looked through this list and nothing really. <clears throat> Here's what I beat in 2012 that I that, that I backlogged at least. Um, Shin Megami Overclock Devil Tensei. That's a, and that's a 2011 game. Uh-huh. Chrono Trigger. No. Um, Ghost Trick was a pretty good one. Mm. Ghost Trick was oh okay. fuck. oh fuck Pushmo. 
Oh Dude, man, I, I haven't finished Pushmo, but Pushmo is a good game. Oh, Pushmo. I don't. I don't think Pushmo beats. I don't. This is okay. So this is weird. I don't think the best of Pushmo beats the best of Super Mario Land 3D. Really? But overall, I think Push. I. I. I through and through, I think Pushmo. If you know, if I'm being critical, and I would review the game. Mm-hmm. I would have given Pushmo five stars or five boxes because I think it is the perfect downloadable portable game. Mm, uh, interesting. And on a consistency level, I, I enjoyed it better than Mario Land 3D. Very cool. But I enjoyed Mario Land 3D more than The Walking Dead. But I enjoyed many parts of The Walking Dead better than Pushmo. <laughs> so I don't know. Freeway time. This, this, it, ah, uh, fuck it. Assassin's Creed Three. Just because it pissed me off so much. No, I'm, I'm not. Most disappointing. There. Assassin's Creed Three. Assassin's Creed Three. Um, yeah, Shantae was pretty good, but no, not there. Mutant Muds was very good, not there. Um, Sakura Samurai, that downloadable game that was like a punch out with a samurai sword. Uh-huh. No, absolutely not. Uh, Kid Icarus. No. Uh, you know how I feel about <laughs> that one. Mighty Switch Force, I think Mutant Mons is better. Uh, Ghost Recon Shadow Wars, no, although that was a fun little time. Um, what else did I beat? Order of Ecclesia, mm, good, but no. F- oh, Final Fantasy IV Complete. <laughs> oh, goodness. Do I dare do Becky. it? No, I shouldn't. I no, shouldn't. don't do no, it. No, I'm not, no. Um, Warhammer, no. Um... Theaterism, th- theaterism, theaterism, no, no, as much as I enjoy that, no. So I guess it's a three-way tie between Walking Dead, Pushmo, and Super Mario 3D Land. So I guess the answer is, um, if I could only have one of those three games for the rest of my life. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would say, mm, I don't know, man, I don't know. Shit. Um. Okay. On December 29th, 2012, at 1.55 p.m., today I say Pushmo. It may Uh-oh. change in the next five minutes, but right now I'm saying Pushmo. <laughs> right, motherfucker, now it's Pushmo. So there you have it. Congratulations, Pushmo and Street Fighter versus Mega, Mega Man vs. Street Fighter. Yay. Yay. Why would you put that there? Why would you put that? You know where to email us <laughs> and tweet us. We've already said that. Game of the year, 2012. Yep. Game of the year. If Done. I could drop this mic, I would. In the books. If I could drop this yeah. mic, I would. I'm going to drop this mic. I'm back. See you guys next time. Two week period something. I'm doing fine.